Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Welcome to Guys We Fuck. The anti-slutching podcast. Yo, you haven't said I'm that? Christina Hutton. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm your boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking. What up, fuckers? How you doing? Where you at? Where are you? You okay? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome to the show. Oh boy, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, stop everything you're doing, even if it's giving birth. Just put up, hold your legs tight, real quick to subscribe. YouTube.com slash guys we fucked without the you in fucked because on February 14th, aka Valentine's Day, aka Galentine's Day, aka Bad Bitch Day, <laughs> aka the debut date of our debut stand up comedy special. Ugh, what a long time coming, guys. Woo! You're going to enjoy this. This is a real love letter to the fuckers and mm-hmm. kind of a cunt smear to people who hate us. <laughs> Not the word I was expecting, but love a it. Cunt- you know when you're doing your girlfriend's laundry and you see your underwear and you're like, oh, that's a cunt smear. Everyone, see, Chris, you didn't know what a cunt smear was. I knew exactly was. what you meant. She knew what I was talking oh, about. I've been dealing with cunt smears since I was a wee one. <laughs> oh, boy. That's another conversation for another day. But anyway, been yes. public for two weeks and the show goes crazy. Oh, I'm already zany, guys. <laughs> Can she be stopped? No, I can't. Oh, just don't make us regret this. Okay. No. Uh, anyway, we'll see you February 14th on YouTube. And then in the meantime, you're going to hear us here. Yes. And if you have an email, you want to email us, uh, the, the email address is sorryaboutlastnightshow at gmail.com. If you have advice, you need a question, you want to run a story by us, whatever, make the subject line, you know, pretty, uh, uh, you know, descriptive of what your email is about. And today's subject line is, I haven't had sex since, since 2014. Help. I hope this isn't future me. Okay. Hi, Christina and Corinne. I've heard almost every one of your episodes and have been listening for several years now. When are is when are is your next show in Denver? Please come back. Ha ha. Always good start. People. Mm -hmm. I I know. Uh, It's the altitude and the marijuana. I honestly don't know why I didn't think of emailing you sooner for advice. Anyways, yes, seems like you had time. Here's my story. Left a ten year relationship that I got into when I was about seventeen. I was dating a woman. I'm bisexual. We broke up several times, but two to three of those times were serious and lasted longer than usual. When we would break up, I would go hook up with guys and get my fix of dick. It wasn't a problem until my ex, who was bisexual until about the age of 22, just uh, started to label herself as a lesbian. Because she realized she wasn't into guys anymore, it became an issue when I would say I was bisexual. It was almost as if she was disgusted by the idea of me being fucked before. Mm. She's acting like a dude. She became jealous of and accused me of cheating several times. I never lied about hooking up with guys when we were broken up because we were broken up. All right, Ross. Her and I had sex and it was so good until the last like four to five years. That's a long time of bad sex. Yeah, that's like half of the relationship. We were having uh, sex less and less. And I won't lie, sometimes I was okay with it because I didn't want to have sex with her at the time due to my other issues in our relationship. Our last big breakup 
was 2014 when we separated for about six months or so. During that time, I had my mini hoe phase. I fucked three guys and one woman in a very short period of time. I was having a blast and even met a guy that blessed me with the best dick of my life so far. He even helped me realize I was a squirter. So I think about sex with him often. Wow, 2014, huh? And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he was attracted to every part of me and did not let me hide or be shy uh, uh, or be shy the times we had sex. Yeah, my ex did the same, but it just wasn't the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, she had a vagina and this guy's a dick. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It's the patriarchy still. Ugh, I hate when Cre- you want Just creep it up. I hate when you want to fuck the patriarchy, <laughs> like literally, but in the fuck way. <laughs> Fast forward to 2021 when I finally came to my senses and left my girlfriend for good. Oh, you left her in 2021. Okay. So uh, they were together wait, and just didn't fuck what? for a really, really long time. What? Honestly, this is what? kind of weird, but it makes more sense now because I was just like, how could you be a human and not have sex for that long once you've already started having sex? But and if you're I, in a miserable relationship. Because you're in a miserable relationship. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Makes sense now. Welcome to straight marriage. Fast yep. forward to 2021 when I finally came to my senses and left my girlfriend for good for many reasons, including codependency, physical and emotional abuse, cheating on her part, etc. I should have left sooner. I know. Now I am having a hard time getting back out there as a single woman. My ex really fucked with my mental health. And now I have anxiety and self-esteem issues. My weight gain has also contributed to my low uh, level of confidence. I gained weight when I lived with my ex for like five years. And when I would try to lose weight, she said I was going to leave her for a guy. So controlling. Mm. Now I feel scared to be sexual with a guy again. I have a friend who does the whole casual hookup thing and she encourages me to just do it. But I have tried. I went on Hinge and realized that guys were quick to meet up and I got anxiety about the whole thing and deleted the app. About three months later, a guy messaged me on Facebook and we hit it off. Facebook is where you get dick? Jeez. We would text every day for about two to three weeks. He even sent me a video of himself naked and it was hot. I don't even remember the last time I received a nude. Ha ha. (laughs) I was determined to fuck with no strings attached. So I told him he could come over someday during the week. The, uh, the day came and I was so nervous that I went on Google and searched uh, searched up what it's like to have sex after not having it for almost seven years. Huge mistake. I mean, yeah, you're just being too anxious about it. It said that it was possible I wouldn't produce enough lubrication and that my anxiety could make it hard to get wet. What you going to? What? Fucking DebbieDowner.com? JewishMother.com? What? <laughs> what is what there to doing? Google? <laughs> what are you? Do? Also, you Google anything, you're going to get you're going to get a sad sack of shit answer. You know? Right. And just because you haven't fucked doesn't mean that you haven't been a horn in all that time like, you got to have more dur- you got to be more durable during your anxiety it's it's hard but you got you can talk it's just a matter of talking yourself through it all right let's let's get back to this email on top of that i was very scared to show my body to someone new after so many years i sent him pictures of myself but you know how that goes we tend to choose the pictures that we look our best in even if that's not how we look most of the time but i was so determined or so i thought i went to the pharmacy and picked up some lube and condoms just in case I even tried practicing with a dildo, but it wasn't much, uh, but I wasn't having much luck getting it in all the way. And I think it's because I'm scared. Yeah. 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 That's what happens. Your vagina is like your third stomach, right? That's <laughs> what they say. Anyway, after getting in my head so much, I decided that I just couldn't do it, especially not with someone I hadn't met in person before. So I called it off and I never heard from him again, which was expected. 
Maybe I dodged a bullet. I don't know. But I just don't think I was ready. I want to be ready. I am over my ex, but not over the trauma I went through. Mm. I'm also having the hardest time finding the right therapist. So there's that. Oh, that's a big one. Help, please help me get dicked down again. I don't want to go a whole another year and just make it all worse for myself. What do you think happens when you don't have sex for so long? I know that Christina hasn't said sex in a while. <laughs> and I was just wondering. It always yeah, feels so accusatory now. <laughs> She's right. I'm trying to be honest with the truth now. I know Christina hasn't had sex in a while. And I was wondering if you shared some of the same concerns. What do we got to do to get some dick around here without overthinking it so much? With love, a horny bisexual. Well, I got to say, sex is, I've, I love sex. And I, I wasn't nervous about um, doing it again after not doing it for over two years because I've been masturbating my face off for the past two years. So I really, I knew how to move my body. I was watching, also one thing I was watching is porn, but with, with a different lens. I was watching porn because I'm like, whose moves do I like? Who do I want to emulate? You know what I mean? Like, who are my porn idols? Um and uh, so I picked a couple gals that I really liked their riding style. They rode dick in a way that I would love to ride dick. And so that helped. And um, masturbating. I know a Sibian is a very expensive piece of equipment, but here's a fun little hack that's a lot cheaper. If you go to your local sex store, you can get a cushion that is the shape of a Sibian and it has a slit in it where you put your vibrator or your dildo. Boom. It's a Sibian that you don't plug in, but it works just as good. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was that's a hack. A, yeah, that's that was a, a fucking hack. hack. And it's and you can practice riding the dick. And another thing I was doing was because, um, you know, I've been on top and uh, like your thighs give out and you're like, uh oh, I'm not done yet. But I, my body says I am. So um, so I've been doing a lot of squats. You can also just lean down a little bit more on your knees. I'm going to try that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you don't have to stay fully up. See, that's my problem. I feel I make it harder for myself because I don't realize where I can give, you know, Whatever. It's fine. But uh, <laughs> I, I took my yoga mat and I would just literally like pretend a guy was on my yoga mat and just did this. I mean, I did it better than that. But yeah. <laughs> you should have seen me. It was me. like you were you writing a bouncing Corinne. ball through Toys yeah, R Us. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a child playing with her Christmas toys? <laughs> no, it's Christina preparing herself to fuck a game. It's Christina riding penis. Yeah. Oh, boy. Riding penis is what I call it. Yeah. Uh, I think you'll be okay. You're getting too much in your head and that's not an enjoyable state. That is the... That is... That is the opposite. That's not going to do any good for your pussy. Overthink the second you 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 start to feel yourself overthinking it, you got to just take a step. Go for a walk outside. Leave your phone at home. Look at the sky. Look at a fucking tree. You need to get out of your head. That is the enemy to a vagina that wants to have an orgasm. Yeah, and also you need to get physical again. It's not it's no it's not like judgment about your weight gain. It's but like, you need to feel good in your body. Yeah, and that's why. And and so I think there's a lot of times when we leave a relationship, especially one that was like toxic where we just don't feel like ourselves, we don't look like ourselves anymore. And so it's not judgment on the weight gain, but it's like you need to set set a new schedule for yes. your life and what that looks like and you get it you new need habits. to get in new yes, new healthy habits. So you might not feel like working out. Uh, Listen uh, to music that makes you feel sexy. You got to do something, though. Like, even if it is just starting on taking a 30-minute walk around your neighborhood every day uh, or some yoga on YouTube, just something easy. But, like, you just need to get your body moving again because that's also very connected to your sexuality. Yeah. Because you need to start feeling sexy again and feeling good in your body once again. Mm -hmm. That's imperative. Yes. And then imagine, manifest that shit. Manifest a good dick. Manifest good dick, man. Also, Miss, I'm very yes. happy for you that you're starting to do your thing again. I do have to say, <laughs> Thanks, Dad. 
this as I'm hearing this um this email, it sounds almost identical well, other than the bisexuality, almost identical to getting out of my, you know, big bad relationship. And truthfully, I I do think that uh, you know, the first girl I was with after uh A L E X I S um Alexis? Yeah, I don't like saying okay. the name. Um Oh. I I had big problems like getting hard with the yeah. with the first girl that I was like hooking up with after and it was a while it was like pandemic this was like six months after whatever and you know the the truth of the matter was I had some really awkward uh, encounters mm-hmm. like sexual encounters that they sucked while it was happening like it's, it was an embarrassing thing to not be able to like perform and it sounds like that's the kind of issue that she's having too but yeah there's nothing like uh you know starting to hook up with a guy and then you you're like oh that's not wet dry at up. all yeah, right. i am this I, you couldn't put a straw in here right but the the moral of the story is like even if you have a couple of those experiences just get them over with and then yeah, just like I move say, into the like yeah, get to the good stuff and fucking yourself good yeah like really do it but like be set. What makes you feel sexy? Is it a certain outfit? Is it a certain music? For me, I put on specific Beyonce songs and I have a specific play. I think it's actually it's public on Spotify. Christina's sexy playlist. If you look it up, there are some songs that I'm like, I cannot listen to this bass without wanting to fuck. OK, so uh, maybe try that. Um, I think yoga is really mm, naked yoga. Do that. Like do it alone in your home if you want. But um, stuff like that feels good. What, find find what it is that makes you feel sexy. And then go from there. And then come see us live, guys. Uh, New Jersey, where are you at? You're right is all on the other side of the river. Well, I'm headlining Bananas Comedy Club in Hasbro Heights, February 25th and the 26th with Justin Silver featuring. Portland, Oregon, I'm going to be headlining Helium March 3rd through the 5th. Baltimore, Maryland, I'm going to be at Magoobies March 24th through the 26th. And you can get uh, episodes of my solo podcast, The Voices in Our Heads, free on iTunes and then new episodes are available on Patreon and we do group therapy and it's great. And uh, this is Corinne. I am taking a break for a couple months from uh, going on the road with pod- uh, with uh, sorry with stand up because uh, that's what I want to do. Uh, but in April, I will see you in Colorado, Fort Collins, Colorado, April 15th and 16th. I'll be at the Comedy Fort, my grand return to the road. I cannot wait to see you. In the meantime, if you need more of me, you can hear me uh, on Without a Country podcast. It comes out everywhere you listen to podcasts, including full video on YouTube. YouTube. on Saturdays it's the poli- it's the politics that you know with the comedy that you love that you need yeah you it's need just, it it's just like a lot it's like the news but a lot better yeah and if you want to help support this podcast rate and review us on iTunes uh, to bump us up those comedy charts just so other people can discover the joys of guys we fucked and you can watch the dumb bitch woo woo hour which is our web series on our YouTube channel which you should be subscribed to anyway so you're ready when our special comes out for free you got damn right no excuse when does it come out Corinne it comes out February 14th Ooh. aka Valentine's Day Ooh, cute that's great how good you doing I'm good I'm doing good um there was an interesting so so we we all you and I often talk about how we're stand-up comedians. When we started this podcast, we were comedians who wanted to talk about this. Uh, yeah. We wanted to talk about sex and wanted to to have uncomfortable conversations with guys we fucked, and we did. And uh and then it caught on and it was great. But there's this um people who are a fan of you for um the activism part of it or the you helped me t- uh, you know, you helped get me out of this 
you know, dark hole of a time that sure. I experienced. And then when you, you know, comedy is not nurturing, right? Like the art, the, like stand up comedy, the vibe of a stand up of a, of a joke is not this hug. It's not like coddling. I think it is. I would argue it is nurturing, but it's not. Coddling. I agree. That's, yeah. It's my kind of nurturing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I love being roasted and i was so I, I posted this joke it was just a dumb one-off joke about taylor swift uh-huh. and it was uh taylor swift looks like she thinks she gives great head but it's actually just okay yeah and so uh i did well on twitter so i was like oh and i know comics are posting screenshots of their tweets which makes sense because it's like here's the type of jokes i do and i knew when i posted it i'm like oh people are gonna get pissed um some people are gonna get pissed and some people are gonna get i think it's great but uh and that's exactly what happened but uh, it was interesting because so so many so many girls were like laughing so hard, and then others were so upset. Like yeah. I thought that you were supposed to be lifting women up, and it's like, well, Taylor girl, Swift is also like, there's just some- Taylor Swift. Don't give a fuck about my joke. <laughs> she's fine. She's lifted. Also, I love Taylor Swift. Right. I can say sh- you know exactly what I fucking mean when I said that joke. You know exactly what I mean, man or woman. So stop pretending like you fucking don't, and stop yelling at me to keep lifting women up when I fucking do. And also, Taylor Taylor's feelings aren't hurt. She's doing great. She's an amazing musician and she's a fucking she's a she's one of the most iconic performers of our time. Yeah, but you don't need to lift her up now even. No. No, she, no yeah. but I'm like that's it's so obvious that like what I know the fuck. I know what you're meaning, but but like I, I argue that if you had say, said the same thing about Katy Perry, it wouldn't have been received the same. There is something about Taylor Swift that she is like treated like the white Beyonce. She oh and, boy, and Oy. so she's on like the, you know how like the Beehive will come after you, right? Uh, in which the I same don't way. do that because I'm like if you gotta hate on Beyonce, that's between you and your God. Yeah, Sw- Swifties have this. Swifties have the same thing going on, oh. um, and they just do have like a it, it's it's something unlike. But that, see, that, you should that never you worship. It's well, of course. But Taylor, Taylor's anybody, whole narrative is that she spent like most of her career basically like like presenting herself as a victim in a lot of social situations. I Did think. she? Oh, yeah, that's like your the whole thing with Scooter Braun and like I don't you don't think, think so. That, but that's but a misogynistic read on, a read yeah, on it. If yeah, you want me to kinda, get into a huge, honestly, yeah. I got into a huge fight with Shane on Without a Country. Now I'm about a defender. This. Right. I mean, I would I mean, defend her anyway because I am a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. But my point is. You know, I go to comedy shows and it's always when I fuck with the guy audience members and fuck with the girl audience members, the guys are always a better sport. And I'm like, why is that? Do men have a better sense of humor? Uh, can they take a joke better? That one they absolutely can. And so I just want to invite you to just think about the fact that maybe women have a sense of humor and we don't have to coddle somebody just because they're a chick. Like, I just, I'm just like, I love being roasted. That's that's a me thing, I know. But like, I'm not good at roasting. I teach, I treat it like bowling. I'm bad at it, but I fucking love it. I love being roasted. And I was thinking deeply about this because I also have, it's kind of similar to the cuckolding fetish I have where I'm, you know, I, for the longest time when I was a teenager, I was so terrified that a boyfriend was going to cheat on me because my first one did. And I was just so like, oh, it's going to repeat itself. And so I would get, but then eventually what that grew into was a cuckolding fetish where I wanted my boyfriend to fuck somebody that I picked on, you know, when I say in front of me and I'm called the shots basically. And it's a power, it's a play with control and um, with roasting, I, it's just it's so delightful to have all of your insecurities just thrown at you to your face and you can't help but laugh at it. But I think that ties back into kind of what the point that I was going to going to make, because I, I think a lot about how um, women are 
it's less they're less good audience members at comedy shows and there's like yeah this is i don't just want something that to that, be like, true but we've been in this business for over a decade and it's and i i, I don't want to be it to be true either and it's a and it's a huge issue um but i think uh one of the one of the theories i have is that comedy has been weaponized against women in a way that it hasn't been weaponized against men so it's right. been weaponized specifically against a couple of groups of people obviously other celebrities and then i would argue women and politicians in a way that it is not um weaponized against everyday men primarily because uh god if you're thinking of it as like a patriarch patriarchal structure yes yeah, uh it you know it's because men are at the top of comedy so you know right. even though we are in it we are doing successful in this business they are still kind of the leaders and like when you have to have a sense of humor uh on on shows or on stage a lot of times you do have to kind of like have a se- sense of humor like a man and right. what is interpreted as funny is this more aggressive um rhetoric uh like kind of like from the male, like the whatever the vocal version of the male lens would be. Right, you know? right, right. And right. I think about that a lot. And I think, oh yeah, I'm always interested in how a joke lands. Why does it land the way it lands? What are the factors involved? I just think it's interesting. It's an interesting social commentary on the times we live in. Sure, and comedy never, specifically is under yeah. a microscope, which is very oh God, interesting yeah. to me because going after a comedian versus going after people making the laws. Yeah, or, uh, people who can know. actually change your life. Right. Can't fucking change your life. I just, I just poked at something that you were already insecure about, and now you're yelling at me for. It. That's what you that's what people do with comedians. But I also speaking of like women with not a good sense of humor, I I found myself getting like because dudes were commenting like ha 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 ha. I'm like, okay. And then they're like, yeah, she probably rides dick like a zombie. I'm like, all right, shut the fuck. All right. We don't need we don't need that from you. Shut right. the fuck up. You don't need them to, <laughs> to to help give you other lines in your joke. Right. And also they're it's taking basically they're annoying taking when you guys the... talk. Um <laughs> when we're telling jokes, if you could just yeah. not talk, that's yeah, the main the, that's well, the main Instagram. thing. I Instagram, I know I'm gonna get feedback if you keep the comment section open you know that's, that's where that's gonna happen but i was very i was very interested in my own reactions to other people's reactions well i also think it's kind of that thing that we've talked about maybe like several weeks or months ago now even whereas like as you come into yourself more and, and you become like more of who you want to be and set uh like healthier boundaries for yourself people, people are gonna hate push, that people are gonna push back on that yes and i've seen it happening not only with that post but with the thing about like i don't know we had a clip where like you you called someone fat who called themselves they, they call themselves yeah, yeah, yeah and i'm like i'm like what is going on what is going on here i was i was i i i made a conscious choice to not uh go 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 into that fight because it was not going to be Wise. pretty for anyone else involved right um but it, it was just so so ridiculous to to watch that like yeah it's like, but I, it's interesting like you know if you get offended by something someone says uh is does that mean it's po- like in that context that we're talking about is that really because I woke up a shame beast in you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, to me, I, you can't you can't make me feel insecure without my consent. You can't make me feel inferior without my consent. You can't. And I mean, that applies to. to yeah. The notion of being offended by anything that is not directly said to to, to me by someone uh, that I directly know. Right. is Just like what? It's right. It's not happening. Yeah. I'm not yeah. A, I, like, I, like I'm. You really get offended. I'm plenty irritated by many things you guys say. Don't worry about that. But offended. No, I'm not. Yeah, offended, I'm like, but the last time I got offended? You don't know me, and it's fine. You don't know me on the same level that people me. in my real life know me. Right? You know. Well, that's yeah, and that's fine, and that's healthy, and no one, no one should know anyone they've never shook hands with that intimately. Right. It's crazy. Right. Oh, the world of podcasting. Yeah. Huh? It's the world up of portals. social media. The world of everything. We think we know these people. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah, know yeah. these people. I don't yeah. know these people. I don't know Alanis Morissette. I don't know Alexis yeah. Bledel and yeah. Heather Graham. Yeah, know? I don't know Beyonce. No. And it also worshiping some. Just don't worship anybody. You should never worship anybody. Just a hot tip for life, guys. 
This includes God, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> it includes God, Beyonce, T Swift. <laughs> Don't worship God. Don't worship God. <laughs> worship your, yourself. I always, I always like. It's so funny though because even when I was like when I went to church in my youth, like I always thought the concept of worshiping even God it's, was weird. I yeah, agree. It's weird. I agree. It always seemed ridiculous. Weird. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Guys, we're all God, okay? Worship yourself. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Getting stuff off your chest is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. A lot of them are very big. Uh, but we keep them bottled up, and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters. And you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily... I found Quince, and now you have too, because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids – Their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather hand-woven crossbody purse in green, emerald, and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, Guys, Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. How are you, Mike? I'm good. I had a, a, a little um, uh, something I wanted to share with the class. Oh, you can share with the group. Get some thoughts on. Um, so as I have mentioned to you guys, and I guess kind of maybe casually mentioned uh, in the last episode, 
uh, I'm starting to see somebody. It's very, very new, but I really like this girl a lot. Uh, and it is a it is a different type of like that I am I'm not really used to at all. How so? Um, well, for instance, I, I love spending time with her. I think that like hanging out with her is great. She's You're, just yeah. like very fun and funny, and like it doesn't feel like a chore like most of the people that you've dated. <laughs> well, I, in you a know, way you never that's... realize you, all your relationships past were a chore until you meet somebody who's not a chore. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, because you you kind of if, if you're I've been dating for a really long time, just like on the apps and casually doing you know the whole scene really, and you know nothing is really stuck, obviously, and. I you know when you're when nothing sticks I don't think that you overly think about it you're just kind of like damn nothing seems to be sticking why isn't anything sticking and mm -hmm. then somebody comes along that you just like dig you just kind of like very similar interests very similar personality uh she makes me laugh like she's like she's just like fun to hang out with and I am very attracted to her but... however I love okay, to hear this problem uh this is the first time I've been extremely attracted to somebody because I do think she's like very beautiful, okay? Mm -hmm. But I also, at this moment, mm. as we're recording this, mm. don't particularly <laughs> find her like sexy. Well, number one, let's let's hope she's, she's not listening to this show. I know, and I, I'm really hoping that she does not hear this. But oh, but like, but you you can it, you can be you can be. Uh, there's many people that I find to be beautiful, but not sexy. And there's sexy people that I find different. like Sandra Bernhardt is a great example of someone I find sexy but not beautiful. Yeah, right. oh, yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. Right. So I guess in this yeah. case, it's like like I don't know if it's. Are like, you used to feeling like the person is pretty and sexy? I think the thing that I'm used to is, uh, and maybe this is the you know the wrong feeling to have when you're just kind of dating and you're dating there are people. No wrong feelings, Michael. <laughs> but only I, stupid ones. I feel like when I've been really into somebody and. And it's been physical like I have this kind of like it's like very lustful yeah you know that's sex yeah and I don't I, you know as of right now like I said we're recording this you don't want to jump her bones yeah like I, I I like you know we've had sex and I like it it's not like I it's not like it's bad or I don't like it or anything like that it's mm, just that's like, a review that everyone that's wants not a good no 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 I, yeah. and I, I know this is like a very this is a very hard thing to like like tiptoe around because I don't mean right. this in like a well, negative way in, yeah. any, in any way because right. like I really do the the way things are going right now I would I would like to be in a relationship with this person okay uh, but it's it's a weird feeling to me and maybe this is like a sign of maturity and that's i think it what might I'm be i was to gonna to. say you're not anxious around or like maybe it's not an no it, sometimes we confuse lust with anxiety you know like i want to shout out rick uh the part of the the guys we fuck team uh for oh rick dorf he manager. had said something oh, was like christina's manager yeah, yeah 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 well he had said something when 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 you guys were recording the special and i talked to him and he was like when i was when i met my wife this shit felt very at home. Like I felt at home. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I kind of have that feeling. And it's funny that Corinne made the joke before that us watching Frasier together is like too old fucking. She's, she is like, there's like an, she's like an old Jew. Be a ride or a die. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, there's this thing I mean, that kind of like, works. Look, fast forward until, you know, every, you know, if you envision yourself being in a relationship until old age, you know, that's what's going to sustain you is not that tight pussy. 
Yeah, I really don't know if I to guess, put, yeah. put this into words, but what you're saying is like very reminiscent of what so many men have told me about like people that they would go on to have very serious relationships or even marry. There's something about like when it's like the one and this is like something fucked up in the in the head of a heterosexual man. So don't think it's normal or okay, you're very messed up. Do not, yeah. Um, don't think it's fucking no normal, shit. But like what but what it <laughs> is, it's, it's like there's so, it's almost like you you get this like sense of like wanting to like protect and like, just like not destroy, like not pound the pussy in of the oh, person. Oh, like a Madonna whore? That, yeah, that you mm. like, I don't know what it is, but that, that you that you ultimately want to be with. It's like you don't want to like like um cut, like tarnish her with like your cum and like your dick <laughs> oh, beating. But you're right. I've heard this from I had so this many people. I had this exact yeah. same conversation with a bunch of friends, yeah. guy, fr- guy comedian yes. friends, the other yes. night at a bar. Yes. That I'm like, why can't you? It's like guys don't think that they should have great sex in a wife. And I'm like, huh? Well, it's it's like women don't think that way. But I think maybe the the reason why it, it's like a weird feeling is because like like a lot of other girls that I've dated in the last like year and a half or two years, like there is there might have been kind of like a heat to it. Yeah, but truly, that's not sustainable, not, is it? Right? Yeah, it's not really this thing should, where it's like. But your review on the sex. Uh, it's still good. Do you feel like, like you're going all in, or do you feel like you're holding back because you really like her and it's scary? No, mm. I I just feel like it's like like. No, I don't think it's that. I th- I think it's like, like this is the first time. Last night we were hanging out. We were just like in my bed, and like we were, we watched the, one of these some Disney movie, and Aww. um, we took a break, and we were just like talking about something, and and she told me some story that it was just like it just like made me laugh, and it was just like so silly and ridiculous, and I was just looking at her, and I was like, I like you, I like I like Aww. I just like like you, you know? Yeah. And I, I that's nice. Yeah, but it, it's like also at the same time, like I wanted her to stay over, and I wanted to like I wanted to like lay around and and like cuddle and kiss her, but at the same time, I was also kind of like I don't want to rip this person's clothes off. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just like. I really just rip their clothes off. I, I don't feel know. romantic, but I don't feel like lusty. Lusty, right. at least again, the, we're weeks out. So when this drops, maybe it's different. But like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And well, I, yeah, I, I there's also different like, like relationships. There's, there's, there. I've had boyfriends who I wanted to rip their clothes off, and I've had boyfriends who I felt more of like a warm tenderness Same. towards. It's just like different people. Like because we're talking about you're talking about Gilmore My, Girls so much, and you're talking about uh, Alexis Bledel. Like Alexis Bledel is someone who I think is beautiful but not sexy. Perfect example of oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Gentle me, and tender. You want to rip Alexis Bledel? You, you want to rip Alexis Bledel's clothes off while she like awkwardly murmurs and looks at the floor? Yeah, I was sixteen. Her bangs are fuck for the first time, and I was so uncomfortable. When I was sixteen, I was yeah, I was way into that. But also, you were sixteen then, so maybe when you were sixteen, you would have been way horny for this girl that you're seeing now. We yeah. change. Yeah, and I don't want to Do you want to rip Alexis Bledel's clothes off now? My, I have to see her like now, but she was hot okay. when she was a right. madman. And I remember she- like, No, I'm talking about like Rory Gilmore. Well, she's I think like, it's, like a teenager. I'm talking about Rory Gilmore now. Well, she's like 19 when she fucks for the first time on the show, so it's not illegal. Don't get worried. All right. Well, I, She's in college. She's at Yale already. That's a good thing. She's at Yale already, yeah. Uh, I, I think that my, my, boy, my long-term boyfriend, I don't want to like rip his clothes off, but we had great sex. I mean, like, you know, it we built up a really great sex life. I don't think I ever wanted to rip his clothes off, um, but our sexual chemistry was fantastic. So right. just be mindful. Yeah, I just th- just be curious, which you are right now. So yeah, it's, I don't think observe. this is like a huge. I don't think this is a prob a problem. But and but I know you, and you're gonna get in your fucking head about that's it. The exa- that's exactly you got what it. This you got it. So yes. here's your homework. You got to find ways to get out of your head when you find when you find yourself there, which you will. What are you gonna do to get out of it? 
you know, uh, go for a walk. Like, yeah. go, you know, don't go on your phone. Don't go on a screen because that's going to take you deeper into your head. Uh, go outside. Go somewhere. Uh, you know, take a shower. Something. Um, get out of your head. You guys are also doing like kind of like comfortable, very comfortable coupley things, which sometimes makes me lose sexual attraction for people. Like if you're too like if you're too like sweatpants, messy bun yeah. out of the gates, like you're just never going to get out of bed. in front of each other and <gasps> shit. Not that I know you're not, yeah. but it's 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 creeping there and it's making <laughs> me it's making me uncomfortable. I think if you rush into this like um like married couple vibe too quickly because you feel so comfortable and it's easy to go there, you know, uh, especially in these like you know COVID times and. When and if you coughing. feel mm-hmm, exactly it's really easy to slip into that so you need to inject romance and you need to take her out yes, for drinks right. you need to go you need to dress on up creative up. dates go see sleep no more that's a fucking yeah. sexy date go yeah. to a music show go to a go to a go to a jazz club we mm-hmm. live in the best city in the world yeah give her opportunities go. to show the other sides of herself because everyone yes. everyone doesn't wear their sexuality on their on their sleeve correct right. everyone's right. not Thank walking you. around like, like us whores yeah um <laughs> I feel like I have a very like I have an, a, a more overt sexuality and but it's like it's it's just how it is. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But uh. And also, what was I? There was one other gem that I was gonna fucking uh, bestow upon. Yeah. I think going on hot dates. <laughs> yeah. And then you get an opportunity oh. to see her in a dress. See her in you know like just like what do you look like when you're dressed up? What do you yeah. look like you know when you've washed your she hair? She does. She dresses up very nice. Like she looks she looks great in a dress. I've seen her in like a dress art. Like she's right. I'm, I'm that's why it's like a weird thing because it's like I there is like like I think she's beautiful and there's like a very serious attraction there. It's it's just like it it's I, and I guess maybe this is it doesn't have to be lust right. Also, yeah, try masturbating to her when she's not there. Oh, yeah, that'll yeah, make that. it lusty as fuck. I feel like that, that really much. revs it up. And like, I mean, is there anything about your relationship with your sexuality that like you feel like dirty about it? Um, Because that's question. what I'm talking about as far as like when you meet someone who you feel like it could be special, could be the one. There is something that heterosexual men tend to do where they feel like they don't want to, as I get them to use the word Taint. tarnish. And women don't take this in. I'm only talking to Mike right now. Don't fucking let, let this make your heads. Women, your earmuffs. Heads, yeah, don't make, <laughs> don't let this fuck you up any more than society's already fucked us up. Um, but yeah, I, I, there is something about like they want to keep this person like clean precious. in quotes and precious yeah. and pristine. And it's very, very strange. And I have so many, you know, f- bad feelings about it. But I also it's 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 so many it affects so many men that I, I don't ever hold it against the individual man. It has right, to be something larger. Caught on. Yeah. Yeah. So just interrogate yourself with that. I, yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe that is it. I, I, I really... Um, I don't know. I I I just can't. I've, I haven't looked at somebody. I think and just we, been like I like you in a really long time. Yeah, so it's, it's really a, nice. And maybe it's so. Scary don't give up on that thought. I'm not connect oh, to that this, thought. This is not what this conversation was like. Like, cause just God forbid she fucking hears this. Like, like I don't no, want. I mean, that, that well, you, it's over if she hears yeah. that. You know that, right? <laughs> you know. I wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't want her to think that like I I am not like very into her no you clearly into, are i, I get that impression I mean? no i i you're on the precipice of, of falling in love with somebody you you could fall you could see yourself falling in love with somebody uh, love with this person which is a lovely time you know you're not in love yet but you're in this you know you're doing the dance you're you kind know of it is? It's, it's a beautiful time i think i've just been such a pig for two years a that pig? Like, yeah uh, yeah like I sexually mean, just like just Going out to the trough and getting yeah, all the pussy. Just, <laughs> just yeah, going out and fucking like you know, like since I've been doing this show, it's like these DMs are crazy. Like, yeah, you know so it's I mean? your like, fault. Cool. Nice. All no, right, it's fault. not your fault. All the not not us. No, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like it is like a switch in mindset. Yeah, to, to yeah. To be like to go from like 
Like you're not just a walking vagina. You're a hole with a heart. Yeah, it's like a person who's just like very unique. Who I'm That's just kind great. of like, holy shit! Like, like unique is wonderful. That's yeah. so she's special to you. I will offer it to you though. Never, I don't care. Never ever tell her she's unique. Tell her that she's not yeah. sexy or. Oh, of course right. not. Yes. No, no, no matter no, no. what, I don't care. Or if you want to make you feel sexy, Michael. You never yeah. say that. Never no, say that. because no matter not. how beautiful a woman is, no matter how like aesthetically attractive she is, every woman wants to feel sexy, and every man wants to feel sexy, and yes. they should feel sexy, and they should be in a relationship where they feel sexy. Yeah, even if one of the parties is faking it. Yeah. Goddamn yeah. right. Yeah, you're right. So you make that dick work. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's fine. Listen, it's all good. It's make just that dick more work. Like, jerk off to you her. You make that dick hard when she's around. <laughs> you make her yeah. feel special because she's you get real hard real quick. <laughs> Close your eyes. Stick uh, your fingers in your ear. Yeah. <laughs> get um, it up. But yeah, all right. Well, hopefully I didn't oh, just Mike ruin this. But, for someone. You know. No, please don't hold anything Mike said against him if you're listening. This, Mike. Uh, Mike. Mike has been my friend for a really long time, and I like almost no one, and I still like Mike. Okay, this is that. I know that doesn't what mean a, a lot. You're like, no, it means a lot. You're like, who's this bitch? But I just, I, I like, we work in a business of monsters, and Mike is not uh-huh. one of them. He's, he's the complete. He's a opposite. man amongst monsters. I choose to spend time with him, even when we don't have to do work. I choose, 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 choose. I choose you. Yay. Uh, well, on that note, yes. let's get into it let's get psychic we are so excited uh this our guest on this episode he was a former stand-up comedian very successful very funny and then he made an incredible pivot to be a clairvoyant a medium a hayoka empath ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the show thomas dale conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, we are here with Thomas Dale. Hello. Former comedian, is that fair to say? I Yeah, well, here's the thing. I feel like I'm genetically a comedian, but like... I guess work-wise, yes, former, and now moving on to a new enlightened path. Yeah, and how? So tell me about that transition. Like, was there a moment where you just started predict? Like, you what? What do you what do yeah. you label yourself as in terms of the psychic, a medium? Um, what's your What's your superpower? Like a, a clairvoyant. Me, I'm clairvoyant, and I'm a medium as well. I'm also an Ahayoka empath, so I feel people's emotions. I feel their thoughts. I feel their energy. Um, I could unveil certain truths for people when I'm talking to them. It's mm. something I always used to do socially, but oh. I never ever thought like I would be able to do that as a like a, a business. And right. through comedy, I believe that I had grown and evolved to a state where it wasn't fitting my spirit anymore in the sense of like all that, like me, me, ego, listen to me, controlling the crowd, that whole thing. I was getting anxiety all the time. And all I wanted to do was just really connect with people. So now I started to transition this a couple, like three years ago, I'd say a year before pandemic. And, you know, it's a long story, but I'm now in this fully. Wow. That's amazing. And now the mediumship abilities though, that's something that, that I would imagine if that happens to you as like, did that happen to you as a kid? Like, cause that's something that you, you don't just gloss over, right? No, not at all. I honestly didn't even ever think that I can do it. Just like stand up. When I was a kid, I used to love watch. I used to like watch Chris Rock and I would watch comedy and I'd be like, I love it, but I could never do that. And then I did it. This was something mediumship. I always knew I could do the energy stuff that I always did as a kid. It actually plagued me feeling everything, feeling everyone in the room, knowing what people were thinking. I would have to dumb myself down a lot and pretend like I didn't know. Cause who the hell wants to talk to the guy who knows what they're thinking? You know, like, right. no one wants that. Right. That's not the fun <laughs> to have around. Right. So I had to like to fit in, I had to like dumb that down. Um, so I didn't know the mediumship. I, that started when I started doing readings for people. 
So when I started to want to do this as like a business, I was like, let me practice on my friends at like the dog park. You know, I would like hang out because I have a crew there. Right. So I'd be like, let me practice. Like I said to myself, what did I do as a comic? Like to become a good comic, what did I do? Open mics. You did open mics, you did bringer shows, you did all that. So I said, all right, let me kind of open mic this. And I would do readings and I would all of a sudden start getting family members and I would get information from people. So I would, you know, I felt comfortable with the person I was reading. They were my friend. So I would say, hey, did you like lose your dad or something when you were a kid? And I would know nothing about them because they're dog park friends. They're not like your best friends that you know everything about, you know, you know, like minimal stuff. So then that's when I realized I was like, oh, my God, spirits are coming to me. I always believed in it because I would go to mediums when I was like, you know, 18, 19, 20, but I never, and then I started when pandemic hit and I started offering it as like a thing, I would do it and they would come and I would get information that like, I would be mind blown. Like, and I'm very authentic. So I would say to myself, am I just thinking this stuff? And it's just, and it's just like hitting but then I would be like, no, there's no way I would know this stuff. Then I would start getting names. And the past two years, I've been doing it all the time. So it was getting better and better. It's like a craft. It's like Right, comedy. exactly. You're, yeah, it's a muscle that you're exercising. Exactly. Like I would, now I know the symbols they're showing me. Like when they would show me the rainbow, I right away at first used to think it was only LGBT stuff. No, they're trying to tell me a color. So they would show me the rainbow. Then they would show me like a color after. And I'd be like, oh, they're trying to tell me the color of an object or something. So they're using the rainbow as like, all right, we're going to talk about colors. So you're deepening your relationship with communicating with people who have passed, passed yes, away. Exactly. Death is, yeah, right. And in the beginning, I was scared when it was coming, when it was, because I'm in my room, it's the middle of pandemic. It's like, I'm already stuck. With, I'm like stuffy. Now I got spirits coming in, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm in LA. We're on top of each other. I got the neighbors singing. She thinks she's, like, on <laughs> I'm like, she's like doing runs and I'm like, shut up. You're not, you know, it's not it's killing me. I'm trying to like talk to grandma here, you know? Right. How do you see them? Like, like, cause I, I've been on a deep dive into all Matt Frazier's videos, all of Laurel and Jackson's videos, uh, the Teresa, the Long Island medium, uh, John Edwards. And you watch these people, you watch like miracles happen because these people are getting closure on something that had been plaguing them about a loved one's passing. Um, And they all described their individual ways that they see and they communicate. Like sometimes they'll get like a like Laurel and Jackson has a screen and they'll come on the screen and she has certain symbols. Uh, When they try to communicate, they use symbology from her life that she'll understand, which I'm like, do we all just automatically know everyone's life that we want to know when we pass away? Well, the thing is, is that they'll so they'll use things that I know in my brain because they use the spirit. They'll use your brain as like it's like a like an etch-a-sketch type of thing like they're because we're electricity. It's just electric. It's just energy. Right. So they're using my brain to draw a picture. So if I don't know, like. I know what a cow looks like, but let's use it as an example. If I don't know what a cow is, like say it's my first day on earth, I don't know what a cow is. And the mother is, uh, she milked cows and she's trying to tell me, she can't show me a cow because I don't know what a cow is. So she has to show me something that would let me understand milking. So the spirit, they're around us all the time. So they're watching. I learned that there, because I'll speak to people who've done many like sessions with other spirits, like mediums and clairvoyants. I've learned that the spirits will actually feel more comfortable with certain mediums. Oh yeah. So yeah. They'll, and I've learned a lot of them are very comfortable with me. They feel very open. So like one girl, That's be like, That's nice. inc- yeah, they'll be like my mom would never have, you know, she didn't say that with another medium, whatever. And I'm like, well, she's opening up with me because I've learned a lot of things. Also instinct. It's like the knowing they call it. 
So I've always like, since again, since that was something that since I was a kid, I would just know things for no, I'd be like, why do I know that? And then you, you're like, and then I'm a human. So there's times where like, you you know, when you have these abilities, you're like, is it my ability or am I just like, did I just guess that? it? Or, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I've noticed that the spirits feel very comfortable with me. So they open up more in my sessions. Now, those mediums that you mentioned, they've been doing it for so long. And those, the ones I think that find it when they're a kid, they really see it clearly. Like, I'm not like, oh, this one's standing behind you. Oh my God, your uncle, right? Like, I don't see it like that. For me, it's not like a, for me, it's more of an energy thing. So when people come to me for readings, it's a whole kit and caboodle. You get an energy thing. We're doing, we're doing clairvoyant stuff because here's the thing about like future possibilities with psychic stuff. It's like quantum physics. There's many different realities happening, apparently. Free will. I'm not a scientist, but I've read and heard about this stuff. And it depends on your choices. We have fate and free will. I'm able to see what they'll show me, right? And right. I'll be able to tell you what the possibilities are that they're showing me. And then I can help guide you to reach those possibilities. I don't do scary stuff. I'm not going to tell you, oh, you're going to be dead in six months. Watch out for your aunt. You know, like, I don't do that. Like, <laughs> Otherwise, I've been ado- I'm too sensitive for that. So I stick with mostly it's like unveiling things for you that you can't see yourself. Okay. A lot of times, yeah, in the sessions through the session, they'll be talking. And when people say things to me, I feel certain ways. Like I could feel the truth. I could feel what is coming from a different place. I could see certain traumas that you might not have been able to understand. Right. So the medium stuff is extra. It just comes now. So I use those spirits as guides. Some people in sessions want to do all medium stuff. They want to talk to like, their father or their, or, or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or so we stick to just that. But I like it when it's a session to like, let's unveil some shit, you know? Yeah. Like, let's like, what's going to unfold between me and you right now? What is that chemistry going to do? Yes, Who's it going to bring forward? What intuition? Up. Yes. Let me use my light to give you some guidance. That's yeah. really what I love most about it. Cause that's what I've always done that. So now I can apply what used to kind of torture me as a kid and, and as a human, as an adult, and that's why in the stand-up business, it was a lot for me. Like, I'm terrible at an email because I'm just too communicative, too descriptive, just saying, laying it all out there. And an agent doesn't want to hear all that, you know? Like, right. so it's like, <laughs> and they're not looking to be completely real. And, I, and I'm like, just giving it to them. And I'm too expressive, right? Which you would think is good in stand-up. But for me, it just wasn't my thing. It was like, we're all trying to find where we click. Just because you're good at something doesn't necessarily mean that that's where you have to click. Yeah, right. that's what was lot- interesting because you were, it's, you know, I think people would be like, oh, you're, you're a psychic now. Like what, what did you fail at comedy? But it's like, no, you were so you good were at good. comedy. Thank you were you. great. Yeah. Thank you. Hilarious. Yeah. And I love doing it. Yeah. And that's kind of been like the hard thing for me because I'm battling ego and spirit, right? Sure. So it's like, ego, yeah. I left because I knew it wasn't meshing with myself, who I am. Yeah. But I, and people are like, this is a shame. You're so great. And this is like, a, a, a you know, and I'm like, but, it's but are not, you happier? I'm happier. I'm less, well, here's the thing. I came off antidepressants 10 months ago. So I'm going through a whole other journey, right? That's a whole other thing because oh. I'm a human, right? So yeah. I've always dealt with psych med stuff, which is a nightmare. So mm-hmm. I'm still going through my human stuff. But career wise, I love, I'm feeling more fulfilled. Like I've said to people, I've performed for 10,000 people and I feel more fulfilled when I'm doing a reading with just one person and they're crying and they're opening up and and I'm watching them change. I've seen people change right before my eyes. That's the, yeah, these, that's why these videos are almost not addicting, but like they're really fulfilling to watch because 
you yeah you you there's people that are skeptics which i think being skeptical is required. i don't even deal I think with you, those yeah i don't but, even but also it's natural to be skeptical so like right. it should never being skeptical shouldn't say oh i brush this off no 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 that's how you get to the truth so you know you follow whatever you believe but um I think it, it, I think like encouraging skepticism is fine, but um, yeah, but, yeah. Be it, but like go get someone for me. It's like it's like when you're a comic, right? This is how I can explain it. When you're doing a crowd where they're like want it's more fun when the crowd is when there they and they're like, I know you're going to be funny because you're on the stage and this is what I'm here for rather yeah. than prove it to me. So it's like, yes, for I sure. I've had skeptics that like are like, oh, my God, this is I blow their mind. They're like, but I can feel them in the beginning. I'm like, I can tell that you're like waiting for me to do the trick. Or show give you the magic, and now we wasted fifteen minutes on me having to show you that where we could have just already <laughs> been vibing and like getting to the meat. Yeah. So, so it's just more fun when it's you know when you're not skeptic. You know what I'm saying? So, and I don't want to have to. I'm not here to like change people's mind about it. I'm here to help you. You know what I'm saying? So for yeah. me, I just want to help. I don't want to like. I'm not. A, you know, I'm not like a religious person knocking on your door like your mother's here. <laughs> Here's the, yeah. <laughs> Right, right, Your mother's right. here. She says you look like shit. Uh, it says believe. Through this new like transition of career and the way that you talking to people whose loved ones have passed away, like relaying messages. Mm-hmm. Um, have you learned anything or gotten any new insight on sex, love and dating the, yes. that you didn't have previously? And what is that? Um, well, I find that with the dating thing, what I've learned with like energy and um, destiny and things that are meant for you, it truly is. It sounds so like cliche, but it truly is about letting it happen naturally. So yes, people do meet people on Bumble or like dating apps and some of them get married and one of, and, and I guess that's their, their energy led them to those apps. But I think with dating, the best thing is to really like not be so thirsty for it or to so like true. rip it so much. Yeah. You have to just let it. Can you be. casually date on an app or do you think an app is too um, forced? Because it, it that, kind of feels like it. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm trying to push myself to be on the apps, but I'm like, oh, maybe, uh, but maybe that's not the right thing. <laughs> it's night. It's a nightmare. I've tried it too because I'm just like, all right, I would. I, I'm at a point where I'm like, all right, now I'm changing my life and trying to do more well-being stuff and better for myself. So a partner would probably sound nice, right? So I go yeah. on the app, and it's just like after the third, fourth line of conversation, you're just kind of like, all right, and then you just like it dissipates, you know? So it may work for some people where they get on it and then they actually go meet the person, but I never take that next step. So for me, I like, I'm always like, I want to like meet the person in the cantaloupe aisle, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, cause you get a read on them. It. Like, yeah, I went, I went out with a girlfriend uh, and I hit on a guy right away. Cause I was like, Oh, right away. I know I'm attracted to you. Uh, if you are straight and single, like here's my number, which he was, right, uh, right. but that wasn't much. It was much easier to go. Oh yeah. No, I'm attracted to you on an yes. app. You're like, I don't fucking know. You look like a, I don't know. Yes. I don't know anything about this, this picture and what, you know, like, and, and they don't know anything there's so about many you. Walls. Yeah. And there's so many walls people put up on dating apps specifically that it's like, ugh, come on. I don't want And energy is real too. That's why mm-hmm. like when I talk about energy and stuff, like that's the yeah. thing with apps, with the, with profiles, you're not feeling like feeling someone's energy. It's not like just some holistic, weird, hokey, hokey LA thing. It's really like a thing. Like it, it is, it's just like your arm and your eyes and your skin energy exists in your body. It's what's keeping you moving. It's what's activating your brain, you know, like without that, you're really just a body, you know? So when you're just on the apps, you're just the body with text. And when you're reading the text, you're applying your own perspective, your own voice, your own like your own persona to what they're saying. How the hell is that going to work? You know? Know. Yeah, you can't get a good read on that. No, what about like 
Have you learned anything about sex specifically uh, through these types of communications mm -hmm. or readings of like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like one thing I've gathered from watching all the videos that I've been watching lately is just like there's certain things where the the grudges go away when you pass away and they're yes. like not mad and they could see uh, it's to my understanding like, oh, they can see things from your perspective. If, for example, they hurt you while they were alive uh, and then they mm -hmm. understand. And so that kind of dissolves, which yes. is beautiful. And for me anyway, because I'm a very emotional person, I'm like, that's mm -hmm. that's nice. I like I take solace in that. Um, but anything about real. sex, I never hear mediums talk yeah. about sex. Well, that's a, well, like to that point, what you were saying is like, I've noticed that the people that were on Earth, the one I'm reading, they'll they'll be like, is my mother mad at me, or is she, you know, or my 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 husband is he you know is he okay with me now dating somebody else or marrying somebody? And I'm like, it's usually the human that is more stuck on that. The like an earthly thing, yeah. Yeah, the spirit is like they're like just happy to. I mean, they're floating in the universe, which is yeah, having the time of their life. Divine, yeah, they're not worried about your engagement party, you know? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. So the, I've had like traumas healed from spirit. There was one mother, there was one woman who the girl I was reading, there was like some family secret that was like always like kind of underground. No one really talked about it. And the mom was basically talking to me about being, she was raped by her stepfather. And they always, and the mom basically provoked me to speak about that to the person I was reading. And the person said, that's incredible because it wasn't even like something she came for. She was like, we always suspected the grand, the step grandfather that he was with foul play and just creepiness and just stuff. And by her being, and the girl was abused by the mother. So the mom oh, wow. said, that's why I treated you that way. Wow. I that I couldn't, she never told anyone ever. And she held it with her. So the girl was actually coming to me for, advice about the relationship with her mom about the abuse she suffered from and mm. the mom was able to get that out and then the girl started crying and said this makes so much sense and it was so full circle she yeah. was able to forgive her mom her mom was able to heal in spirit wow. and i felt the closure i started crying Shit. i felt the closure happen mm -hmm. so you know well, and what closure that is that yeah that spirit wow. is still carrying with them Right, because something like sexual abuse, when you are the perpetrator of sexual right. abuse, I mean, what does that do to you spiritually? And like, and you think yeah. of like, is the, all the mediums that I I, I had kind of uh, you know dove into? Mm -hmm. They're like, there hell is it? Hell is not a place. Heaven no. is, but hell is not. There's not yes. evil people. There are people who do evil things. No, the universe is heaven. That's what heaven is. It's the it's the space that we live in, that we live in after our body is done. Okay. Hell is a story that religion tells people to scare them and control them. Obviously, exactly. Yeah, right? that's why. And that's why I always kind of thought and then learning this through the unfolding of like reading books and, and watching videos and like watching TED Talks and hearing discussions. I'm like, yeah. oh, that yeah. was just to keep us in in con under control. Uh, of, of course. Yeah, exactly. To follow the guidelines of this is going to be the same thing like with sex and religion and stuff. It's like it's your body. Right. So if you're having sex and you're enjoying it and it's pleasurable and it's fun and it's you're growing from it. A lot of sexual experience people grow from, right? I have for myself, like I don't have a lot. I don't do that a lot because I have my own like image complexes that you know I have to work through. So like I think what? sexuality, well, just like I don't know, like body images or just oh, like you okay. know not feeling hot or sexy or that kind of thing. Like I've never felt like the hot guy. So you know, really, that kind of you're thing. so good. Yeah. 
Well, thank you. I'm handsome. But it, uh, what it, matters, <laughs> what, it only matters how you feel. I mean, 80 people can be like, you're so hot. And it does, if you don't feel hot, that, then it doesn't matter. Right, exactly. And it's also, I'm also like, a, I'm, a, I'm a germaphobe. I have like, you know, spatial, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like. But, how you do know, you date and have sex? <laughs> that's the problem. I don't. You just I, you don't know, lot, I would say, yeah. well, to be honest with you, intercourse wise, I've only had two partners. Yeah. Because for me, I'm gay. So it's anal. That's not like, you know we just were at Fridays and now we're going to go, you know, I'm not that kind of, I'm, if I had a vagina, maybe I'll be a little bit more loose, you know, but I'm yeah. not, I don't have a vagina. I got when a you're, yeah. If you're, if you're <laughs> the one getting something in you, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. That's like, you got to, you know, like, trust me, there's many gays who it's just like easy peasy, but I'm not, I'm a traditional gay, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very like, you know, I'm more into the role play. I love straight boys. I love oh, like that. I yeah, love. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, I'm like obsessed. They're, they're just because they're just so cute. They it's just that that hyper masculinity. They're I nervous, love. or they're like they're, they're like, like little broken boys, you know. Oh. <laughs> little broken boys. Oh my god, it's so cute, and they get all and they just get all worked up. And it's for me, it's just like so. I like that scene, you know. Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you um, turn it on and off? Because I imagine if you're dating somebody, mm-hmm. that's ex- when I'd want to use my abilities. That's a nightmare. Can you turn it off or is, like morally do you turn it off or just for your own sanity? It, it seems like you would need to turn it off. Like I, that's what I'm you're supposed to I learn think. the lessons that you are supposed to learn in love. And maybe that doesn't entail you psychically connecting to them. I don't know. Well, that's the thing is like for me, it's like I'm not like when I'm with someone. Right. It's more of an energy thing. I'm feeling things. So I'm constantly having to decide, is this my real feelings or is this my human paranoia? Right. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's kind of the battle. But that's also why I haven't had like I've had one true real love, right? That lasted for like five years. That was a, a thing, like true love. Um, I don't fall in love all the time because I really, for me, it's like real. Like it's not like it's you know when they say like, are oh, you too specific or you or you have too many like too picky things or, that no, need to I, check yeah. off. It's like no, I just want it to be the real for me. Like I don't want to just you don't have to ask that. This, yeah, for the sake of falling in love. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I do this thing, um, that I always notice about myself, even before I got into like more spirituality stuff. Mm-hmm. If I sleep with somebody, I feel like and I don't mm-hmm. want this to be the case, but I connect with them and I can almost tell, I can fucking tell mm-hmm. where they are oh, yeah. without even, and I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want a yes. psychic. I don't want to be psychic with you. Well, just you're, we are thought, you Pisces? If I remember. Yeah. Yes. Double Pisces. Double Pisces. So you're like, you are so in tune. That's why that Piscesness is like, and here's the thing with astrology. It is real because it's like when you're put on earth, you're in a solar system. And astrology is just like kind of a cartoonish amateur, like a childish way of explaining a very simplistic way of explaining how the planets affected you. So when you were born being the double Pisces, those planets that affect energy and intuition and, you know, pull and gravity and all that were high end. So that's why you feel that. That's why you're going through that. You can't change that. Unfortunately, that's why I used to go to a therapist. That's why I don't fuck a lot. Oh, no, yeah. It's part of who you are. It's like your genetics, your astrology. Your but when a dick is, is like in me, dean. all is right in the world. But boy, it comes with a price. No, it comes with a price. Exactly. So you have to, <laughs> for you, you have to go with it. Instead of trying to say, I don't, I want to turn it off. And I don't want to feel when I have sex with them. I don't want to feel them. Girl, feel it. Have sex with yeah, them. Feel yeah. it. But now with that, knowing that that's going to happen to you, maybe just be more selective. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like be more like, because you know, it's going to happen. So don't just let it, you know, make sure the person that you're having sex with is someone that you know you can trust with that sensitivity you have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because yeah. if you don't, then you're going to be affected by that. 
You know, it's like, you know, it's like someone who's, you know, if, if they're feeling tired or worn out, don't go stand in the rain because you're going to get sick. You know, so with you, you have to make sure because you have that double Pisces that the guys or females, if you ever decide to dabble, are going I, to I be... have dabbled. It's fun. I, yeah, exactly. I wish, so I, wish make... I was dabbling more, but I wish I, I think was I'm bi. just straight. I feel like bi people are the most evolved. Me too. I, I wish I was bi too because then I'd have more options. Yeah, everyone's on the table then. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's on the table. I'd be married with five kids if I was bi, to be honest <laughs> with you. I would be married with five kids. I'd have a hot guy oh, maybe yeah. every now and then that she would let me go and like, you know, watch yeah, the game with and jerk off, fun. you know? <laughs> that's the hot scene when they're watching the football game and they just can't help themselves anymore. That's what I picture. Ooh, guys that is doing. fun. <laughs> yeah, Isn't I feel that, like uh, the human world we're so possessive with sexuality and with right. partners and with love. We're so possessive and jealousy and all this. And then in the spirit world, everyone's just like, no, just be happy. Just what? Be free, what are you doing? Be free. And never so we hurt got a lot of anyone. Never hurt. That's the thing as spirit. You're just not your main goal is to not hurt people. Yeah. You know? Be free. Have fun but also don't hurt yourself. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. When you were a kid, um, mm-hmm. did you tell people that you could feel like things deeply? Was that something you talked about with your parents or your siblings, if you have them? Well, here's the thing. So shit, when I was a kid, there were so many things I was like hiding about being gay and, and struggling with that plate, you know, like, so it was like that, you know? So yeah, I would say in junior high school, I started to get more open about, you know, I used to walk around with like a, Oh my God. I had like a little dry board of an astrology birth chart and I would do my friends fuck with a crayon and I would I do their it. birth chart and then erase it with the dry board. Okay. Who's next? <laughs> I would do it right. Like, are you kidding me? Like the doctor is in. <laughs> right. So the, I always had the interest. Right. And then I would say, like, I would feel, I would say I had a quarter named Charlie and I felt its energy. Like I felt its presence. I felt it's, um, I know it didn't have real emotions because hormone or emotions are a lot of hormones, but I felt its existence. I had a little jewelry box that I would put it in, you know, those little old like cardboard rim boxes with the the cotton. I would put it in there as his bed and put it next to me. This was in seventh grade. And my mom was like, nope, she took the quarter. She got rid of it. So then I had, a, and then I got a little pencil. She was like, Thomas, this is a little weird. Cause I would bring it to dinner. I'm like, this is Charlie. Oh, that is a little weird. Well, you're right. If you were four, it's yeah. Let them have Charlie. Oh. Did Charlie right. embody a spirit, like a spirit guide of yours? Well, no, it just was, I felt the energy because apparently energy, when it reincarnates, it can come into human form. It can come into animal form. It can come oh. into a, a tree. It could be a quarter. It could be a rock. Oh no, Thomas, a- this is not what I needed for my obsessive Wait, compulsive I can disorder. reincarnate into <laughs> a tree? <laughs> but I mean, you have control over who you reincarnate. This is already going to be an issue. Yeah, okay. <laughs> a pen. It could be a pen because oh, it can boy. go. Yes, honey, I'm telling you. It's so I'm going to be hoarding a pen. <laughs> I, know, like, don't throw anything out. I can't no, throw anything good, out. The energy can leave it. And it, so if it sees it going to the garbage dump, okay. it can jump out. Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> So the energy decides what it wants to experience. So if it wants to be a tree for a hundred years, it can, if it wants to be a quarter for two months, it can. So I just felt that energy. So I started to learn even like when I was like in sixth grade, I I would, I ordered one of those, like not ordered like the Sally Struthers, like they would have like the kids. And I like subscribed to like give my allowance to one of the kids. You ordered a child. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was the child giving to the child. Right. And I remember one of my, my uncles was like, that's not real. I've seen that pot piss drool over the city. And I'm like, no, I, but instead of saying to me, that's beautiful that you want to do that. Right. Yeah. So yes. I started to learn to like, kind of not be that person, 
And I was like, no. So I started to Closed develop off. this. Yeah. Like, yes. I was like, maybe I need to be like narcissistic or about me or, you know, like vain or like, just like overconfident. Right. Like, yeah. so I would be yeah. that person. Anything so but vulnerable. Anything, but yeah. Anything but sensitive or vulnerable or yeah. So I stopped doing that. I would say like, and by like ninth grade, 10th grade, I started to be more like, and then I started to act like, cause they would call me gay or a fag. So I would say like, Oh my God. So I started to act like a macho, like chauvinistic asshole guy. You know, yeah, I would snap at my girlfriend. The... I'd say, get over. I mean, even though that's the gayest thing you could do, snap it <laughs> Get out. over here, honey. Oh, yes. <laughs> get over here, you bitch. <laughs> it's like, really? And I'm trying to be all macho and Italian. <laughs> oh, my God. But I resisted. And then even when I became a comic, like I was a comic, I was doing my thing, but I would resist being that spirit so i would do it like kind of on the down low my friends would always be the one coming to me for advice and i would tell them things and they were like everything you say to me happens or everything you say to me when i listen to tell to do what you tell me to do it always works out that way and i'm like well why can't i do that for myself right well, but a lot of people can't do their abilities on themselves no, like Lauren jackson cannot cannot connect with like it's she has a hard time connecting with her loved ones but she has so many psychic medium friends that they kind of just do it for each other because they exactly. know like we can't use our power on us. Exactly. I have health anxiety, so I can't determine whether it's me or not. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always think there's something wrong or, you know, do so you see a medium. Psychic I, medium? Yes, I have people that I've gone to. I haven't gone in a, in a, in a couple of years, but there's some people in Long Island that I used to oh, go to. Long Island is home to a lot of mediums. Apparently there's like, you know, they say there's like something in the water there, you know? There's also a town I learned, um, I think it's called Lilydale, New York, where everyone is a psychic medium in that town. Like they Lily just kind of moved to a town. Yeah. And I was like, what? I, I uh, was that's talking to this. Wild. Yeah. I'm I like, kind of so want to cool. go to that. Like, because yeah. that's, I'm yeah. like, I'm trying to now change my environment in the sense of like, all right, I was in LA because I'm chasing this, this, this fame thing and the whole like comedy and chasing like, you know, the, the big stadiums, right? Like that's what I was. But then as I did it longer and the closer I got to it, the more I didn't want it. Cause it was giving me anxiety. And I was like, I don't want that. I want to have like more of a peaceful, traditional existence. I don't want to be on display all the time. It, I'm too sensitive for it. When people would like say mean things, or even when I would do shows or podcasts or, and there would be, I don't like the comments, you know, like, why can't everyone just be nice? Right. Like if you have something negative to I say, know. just don't say Shut it. Shut the like, fuck up. Stop yeah. putting that energy out. People so are I, taking their hurt and they're going, you, you deal with it. You and deal with it. And it's like, yeah, it. exactly. Like I remember when I used to be on Chelsea, well, I used to be a writer there. One of the one of the comments, this is when I first learned it. They were like, keep the writers in the back where they belong. And I was like, <gasps> and Fortune Fiends was like, Thomas, if you're going to be on TV, don't read the comments. And ever since then, I tried to stop. But then like when it, with internet stuff, you get a post and then you're like, all right, what are they? And then they say, and then my whole fucking day, I'm like, do I have a big head? Should I shut up? <laughs> <laughs> like you know like it's just, just spitballing here <laughs> yeah so i had to honor i always believe in honoring your feelings and who you truly feel what affects you and the shit was affecting me so now i'm doing this where i have obviously it's not my own different anxieties but now it's like it's more in my control i can be i feel like if you're being genuine and authentic they'll leave you alone they won't be so mean you know yeah so yeah it's like just be who just be the truth will set you free i always say that so if you're just being your genuine, honest self, most of the times it's going to be received. And then if it's not being received, then that person's really just a jerk. The, you they're know? closed off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now I can do this and it's, you know, it's got its own set of different things that, you you know, like I have anxiety from when I do too many sessions. I feel it. I have to like, I have to learn my boundaries and how many I can do, you know, 
because you're wow. letting spirits in. In the beginning, I was letting any old spirit in. Now I like say, nope, don't let any negative spirits, nothing, only peaceful spirits come through. I don't let, you know, this one's like, oh, my my cousin was a murderer. Is he here? I was like, not here, honey. He ain't here. <laughs> he, might be, he might be with Teresa computer, but he ain't with me. <laughs> How do you set a boundary to not like you, but just by saying only good spirits, like they'll, they'll listen to you? Yes, exactly. So your spirit guides, all of us have spirit guides. We all have people. How many do we like, have? I, I think I have only two from what is I'm it, feeling. Is I, that there's a man and a woman yeah. that are there. I think it's what my, my grandmother, my mom's mom, she feels like she's one of mine. Oh, cool. And then I have uh, my uncle. So it's nice. my grandmother and my uncle. Those are the two. That's awesome. Do they help you in the readings? Yeah, they. I give all of my power to them. Like all of the information is coming through them. I say as a human, you know, besides the energy stuff and feeling like what's going on inside you, that's what I do is myself, but like the spirit stuff, when I'm getting information or messages, that's vessel. just straight up from them. Yeah. So I tell people when I'm reading them, be open as op- more open you are, the easier it's going to be. Cause it's like a telephone. If you're like, that's why I tell with skeptics, if you're like closed or holding it in or like trying to like, see if this is real or not, this is an energy thing. I'm going to feel that. So it's like being on a telephone and like trying to like disguise your voice. And you're like, is she going to tell if it's me? It's like, bitch, you're disguising your voice. Right. Yeah. I can't Stop. hear you. Jig is up. You're yeah, making yeah, exactly. it more difficult. Yeah. Are, are, the spirit, are the spirit guides always our family members or could they be? Anything. You could have like uh, Archangel Michael is like one of my archangels. Uh, oh, like, I call him a lot. And Gab- yeah, Gabriel. True. You can connect. Sex. You feel which one is like your main one. You know, and so I totally feel them. I, you know, but like I said, too, I had to discover this. I didn't know that this was happening until I started practicing it, you know, and now I'll get names and stuff, too. That's my favorite. Like one time I was doing this reading for this girl and I'm like the 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 grandfather was there. And I'm like, I think because I'm very honest and I'm like in my like fact that I'm still learning this. So I'm like, I think it's like it's either John or Jack. I'm getting it's either John or Jack. I could be mistaking the name, but I'm getting a John or Jack. They're like, no, my grandfather's name was John, but they called him Jack. So like, how am I going to know? You know what I'm Boom. saying? Like that, yeah. Like that kind of thing. So even for me, I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're excited too. You're like, oh my God, it's working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm excited too. <laughs> you know? So, and I pride myself on that. I want to just be authentic. I'm not trying to be like, I'm the best. I'm this, I'm that. Right. I'm going to blow your mind. Like, let's just have an experience and yeah. it's going to be great regardless. See, what's, because see how our energy connects. Help you. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. That's a, what, what other things have you learned about... I'm always curious about like human life, like I, our human mm-hmm. behavior, um, the way we treat like death. And it, I mean, I, it's still it's still hard for a human being to comprehend, though, when someone is not physically here and missing them. I mean, oh, that's it's a nightmare. Like, it's so heavy. Um, but, you know, a lot of mediums are like, you don't need me to communicate like you can communicate. Yes, exactly. Um, what ways do you recommend? Yes, people I tell try people, doing that. I tell people the best way to do that. First of all, you have to have faith, right? You have to know that like it really is a thing and it's really around you and it's really exists. That's why a lot of us go to clairvoyance or mediums because we want to have that validation that it really is happening. So I do understand and appreciate wanting those like big, like, oh my God, yes, that's, there's like no way you can know that. I totally love that, right? That's, there's a difference between skeptic and just wanting a validation. Totally two different things totally understand the wanting validation things. I still love validations. So I tell people faith is the first thing. Then being able to quiet your mind. I find that when I connect the most, when I'm in a reading is when I'm completely quiet. If I'm thinking about, you know, some shit that happened two hours ago, I can't get a full, it's energy. So they have to let my mind be blank so that they can use it to draw a picture. If I got, if that's too much going on there, I'm getting too many pictures. So for people, just meditation, learning to quiet your mind, having faith, believing, and trusting your feelings. There's times where I won't say something in a reading because I'm like, oh, that sounds too generic or, oh, Mike, sure, we all know Mike, so I don't want to say it. But then yet the person, it's like specifically Mike, like that they're waiting for. So if I don't say it, right, then I'm missing that moment. So it's about trusting your instinct. Don't say to yourself, oh, I'm just making this up. Well, if you say that to yourself, you're going to ruin that connection. Yeah, yeah, because it's like these. The intuition is, is, man. Now it's that I understand higher. what it feels like, it's more subtle than anyone it's would so ever subtle. think. So subtle, exactly. It is well, so goddamn subtle. Well, all this stuff is t- subtle. That's the kind of thing. With the, the the thing that I, only thing that I can do out of this is like I I learned how to read tarot basically only for myself. I'll do it for other yes. people. I don't really feel comfortable. That's not why I learned it. Mm-hmm. I learned it to sharpen my own intuition. Yes, and I love like that. these things will come out in the readings, and like I think we're like gauging them with like our our, our earthly gauge. Yeah, and right. so like you'll know you'll get you'll you'll get like the devil, and then you think it's like this big thing. When in reality, and then the time will pass, and you go, well, this was supposed to happen, and you reflect, and you go. 
it did happen. It was just so minor in the big yes. scheme of life. And it's coming up on these cards that are that mm. have these crazy pictures and wild yes. explanations. And you're like, no, 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 no. I just have to learn how to gauge it better. Very similar, actually, to comedy and open mic. When you get exactly. a little chuckle in an open mic, you go, that's going to kill when I'm on stage at, with a real audience and not like comics who are wishing ill on me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly yeah. yeah. And that's so yes. hard. That's still something I'm like learning to do because I just, you know, did like a, a year long tarot reading and I'm like, it, mm-hmm. you're, uh, I, I always leave those going, this is going to be yet oh, again, just show, the yeah. worst year oh. of my life. And then I go, okay, well, let me just realize that a lot of these big things are probably going to be m- more minor. And also like, mm-hmm. has of there course. ever been anything in life that I like came across that I didn't handle? Like, no, I'm still here. I'm still alive. Also, so, you're more psychic than I am current. She's so. more psychic than I am. Or at least she's more in touch with you it. Current? <clears throat> I'm a Libra. Okay. I was thinking Aquarius, but I was feeling the air sign. I was thinking Aquarius, because I was feeling the air element coming from you. And yeah. I think for you, you have to, that air in you and Libra women really have it. Actually, they have like the ability to do that. Like, so you should definitely work on that craft. Ability to do to consciously do readings and psychic oh, stuff. Whereas oh. with Pisces, yours is more like just an intuitive uh, feeling, like an overwhelming tidal wave of feeling and um, electricity and like an actual scent feeling. Whereas with Libra women, they have the craft where they can actually like tap into it and consciously do it without necessarily emotionally feeling it. That's the thing about the Libra women. So that's why it's a little different. So with you, I think really you have to just have, like have faith that it is going to work out for you because that's that air air. For some reason, things usually do work out for them. And I think it's because you just let the things go. Do you know what your moon sign is by any chance? Because that's important. I, Find out your moon sign. My rising is Pisces. I can, I, I actually, I, I can tell you, I can tell you what my moon yeah. is. I have a whole chart and, and I just open my email. Yeah, yeah it's crazy how. The moon is super important. Can... Yeah. To be double Pisces, oh, you poor thing. I mean, the moon in Pisces is rough in I general. Mean, I, but, now, but now that I understand like, oh, these feelings that I'm feeling aren't mine. So right. that at least gives me the sanity aspect of like. They're theirs, exactly. The they're, person, they're, yeah. they're, they're somebody else's whatever. A lot of times I'll get bloated like when i'm around somebody negative my stomach will expand and i can't fucking move and i'm like i'm kind of like this is cool like i because i know now when i know it's happening i'm like oh who was i just with that had the shitty energy yeah and like as a performer and if you're in the public eye people throw their insecurities at you behind the screen of a computer and yes. it's like, I hate that we're vulnerable to other people's haterade, but yes. we are. <laughs> my, no, moon we is are. A- my moon is Aries. Oh my, so that's I, fire. Yeah, I was like, I almost forgot, but I was like, that makes sense too. Like all my, like all, most of my favorite celebrities are Aries and I've dated Aries and like, I love Aries. Yeah, no, Aries is, a, that's a, I actually used to wish my moon was in Aries. My moon's in Pisces, which is a hard, that's why I understand that, 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 that journey. I yeah. used to say, I wish it was, cause it was almost like it's Pisces and then Aries right after Pisces. So I used to be like, oh, my mother would have held her legs closed a little longer. <laughs> I could have had an Aries moon. That <laughs> 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 would have been a little more like stabilized, you know? That's so <laughs> Aries, they really are go-getter. They're, you even have the shape, like you can see certain shapes of people's faces with their oh, sign. Wow. Yes. And with the Aries, like they have the, the eyebrows. So when you look at an Aries, so symbol, symmetrical, this one. <laughs> well, Libra, that's all, but, it's but all the about moon, but oh, the right moon and Aries. Yeah. But the moon, yeah. so your moon sign is just as important as your sun sign. So your sun is Libra, but the moon, the moon is actually who you are inside, like your spirit. They say that the moon is actually more of who you are the older you get. 
the more you get to know yeah. yourself and the more you you under you appreciate who you are you get to your moon sign ah. so yeah that so that for you that aries you can see it in your in your eyebrows when you see the symbol for aries it's that like it looks like the tesla symbol you're the tesla symbol basically oh yeah eyebrows. you are so, yeah. the tesla symbol yeah so wow. and, and for you christina like the double pisces that means that you've always kind even as a kid you've always kind of been um connected to who you were like you're not you're actually growing into the person you always were like but now it does it's seem, feeling yeah. more right it feels yeah. more it's starting to feel more complete yeah because childhood trauma really does do, can do depending on who you are yes actually, environmental I guess. human it, shit yeah yeah it's crazy but then once you get past that and you're on the other side of it you're like oh i'm a person mm-hmm. and i can yeah. actually like lean into my strengths this exactly or it's oh i'm a spirit whereas the person was being affected by the environmental trauma true, so now true. you're more of a spirit yeah. And once and you I, get past that human shit, then you can like thrive in that spirituality. That's why those people like that are like sitting on the cliff crisscross and like meditating and they have nothing. Cause that was the thing too. When I started this, I was like, well, if I'm leaving comedy, you know, is it bad that I still want all the things? Right. And I'm like, I want to live in my spirit and in spirit, there isn't like all the money and the houses and the cars and all the, but I'm, I like all the creature comforts. So I'm like, I want to help the world, but do I have to be poor doing it? You right. Know? Like, that's you shouldn't the have thing. To. And I'm like, and that's, you kind of do. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> with the humility, I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right, I got my room and my Zoom. Let's talk some spirits, you know, or let's like <laughs> reveal some energy. And I'm Could changing you... <laughs> lives, but at the same time, I, you know, I got at least civic that I have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Is there anything that like, do you like if I were to ask, like, could you do like, could you do a reading uh, or do you have to get in the zone of I have to do the, yeah, the I meditate for stuff. a half hour before oh, okay. each session? Yeah. So I meditate. I open um, without being you know, again, I could like feel instincts and stuff. I could feel things that you might be going through if we connected and we did that. I could totally do that. But as far as like spirit and maybe they could. But usually I do like I meditate a half hour before all my sessions. I see. Okay. Well, that's up. nice, though, that you that there's like a gate that needs to be open. Right. You don't it's want everything really always flying at you. No, I used to be like that. And that's why I wound up on antidepressants and SSRIs. Yeah, you know, it's like, too much. Yeah, because I was just flooding open. And in the beginning, too, I had to go to like a holistic doctor to like clear energies from me because I was letting I, I didn't have any gate up. It was just all of them coming in. Yeah. I saw a murder one time, literally. Oh my like, God. I, saw, I was like doing a reading and I said, did you just watch a horror movie or something? And she's like, no, why? I go, because I literally just saw someone's throat getting sliced. And she's like, I don't know what that is. And then like five or 10 minutes later, she's like, oh my God. I'm like, what? She's like, a year ago, my cousin was murdered and they yeah. cut her, they cut her throat. And I wow. go, oh, well, she's here. And yeah. then she started showing me what happened. But she didn't, because I didn't say to the girl, oh, did you have a cousin who got her throat? Because I didn't know. I just saw the throat thing. I thought she watched a horror movie. And she's like, that's who that is. So then we figured that out. Yeah. So after that kind of state, I'm like, I got to like clear a house and just put up some, you know, some walls. I don't, you know, that energy is too hard for me. It's too heavy. (sighs) Yeah. And how do you, I mean, that's got to take a while, I imagine, to like clear it out of your field yes to clear it out and it, it just to even let it in i don't even want to let it in anymore like you know i don't want to i don't get messages of like death or dying i'm not going to tell you know i'm not that there are people clairvoyance I think that hinders do- that kind of hinders your life on earth doesn't it yeah Wouldn't well it that I've, i know stories about that that have happened and i don't want to do that or be a part of that it's just not who i am each medium or or clairvoyant that you meet i believe they're going to use it's like their personality their aesthetic yeah. 
Yeah. So because I'm very sensitive and like care about what people feel, like I would be like, like one time I was doing a reading for this girl and I heard her in her head say, because I was telling her about her boyfriend that she, there, she didn't want to hear the information I was telling her. So I heard her say, this is bullshit. So I looked up because a lot of times my eyes are closed when I'm doing it because I don't want to be led by someone's like facial feature. Like they're like, so I want to just, sure. let my, so I keep my eyes closed a lot and I go, what's bullshit. And she's like, what? I go, what's bullshit? I'm like, you think that I'm bullshitting you? She goes, no, 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 no. I go, why did you say this is bullshit? She goes, you heard me? I go, yeah. She goes, I didn't say it. I thought it. So I was like, I heard you. Who's I heard psychic it. now, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I go, I would never bullshit you. She goes, no, 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 no. She goes, what you were saying to me about like how my boyfriend's intentions and that, because it was kind of like he wasn't, he wasn't. Was the boyfriend the alive? One. Yeah, he was alive. Oh, okay. So like, she, like his behavior was bullshit or like what he was doing. Like, I don't have to put up with this. Like, no, that. She, his behavior was, she was the wrong one in this situation. Oh. Yeah. So because I was oh. trying to like, in a nice way, so she tell was her, fighting. Okay. I see. Give I see. her advice without saying, cause I'm very conscious and aware of people's defense mechanisms. So I don't want to yeah. like trigger that. I want to just help. So I was trying to, in a nice way, say it. And then in her head, she's going, this is bullshit. Because like she didn't want right, because she, she didn't want to hear it. Doing the right thing, you got to be ready to hear it. Yes. Oh man! And I was like, girl, I would never. Oh my god, I'm not. Because I thought she was saying I was bullshit. She's like, no, 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 no. I was like, so then like I had to stop. I was like, all right, we need to reset because now I'm like shook. <laughs> <laughs> I was so I was like, I would never lie to you, and I would never try to trick you. And she's like, no, that's. She's like, I was saying about what you were saying about him, and I'm like, okay, let's reset. I go, we don't have to even talk about him because it was so sensitive. I go, let's not even talk about him anymore. I right. go, let's move on. I go, I'm here for you. I don't want to discuss. Let's not even. Do you find it. people come to you mostly with love related inquiries? Because I feel like that's where everybody gets tripped up. Everyone does get tripped up there. I got to be honest, though. Re lately, the past like year, a lot of people are coming to me with like, am I on the right path? Oh, um, that's am nice. I, yeah. Am I doing? Ooh. And it's really cool because I always. Feminism, see, baby. I used to see this shit when I was in high school. I used to tell people about the change in energy, the split of consciousness, how we're going to be in two different levels of energy. Like uh, people are going to be more like you. There will be a, a split of energy that want to do good for the world, that want to evolve, that want to be a better leading spirits. And then there's going to be the old school energy that they don't want. They don't want to. They resist change. They don't want things to change. They want to stay the same. They want to, you know, in that. So. When I see now people saying they want to better themselves, they go, am I doing my soul's purpose? Am I here for my journey? So I say, let's unveil it. Let me see. Let me connect. Let me see what they show me, what you are supposed to. And most of the time, which I love, it's connecting with what they're already doing. Oh, so nice. I say, so you're on the right track. Stay in that field. Because I'll say, don't tell me what it is that you're doing. Let me see if it matches what they show me. Right. If it doesn't match what they're showing me, then I'll say, well, have you ever thought of doing something like this? And, I say, and you, that usually is like, yes, I have. So then I say, all right, let's figure out where you went, why you switched the path. Usually it might be because of an insecurity. Maybe it was because of wanting to make dad proud, or maybe it was because like an ex-boyfriend made you feel like shit about it. So you changed it. So I'm here to put you back on that track. Oh, that's you know? invaluable. And hmm. I love that. That's my favorite shit, you know? Spirit stuff, phone? sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Winner. <laughs> what have you been... I want to like unveil your truth. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then you, cause that's, what's going to help immediately this person now. I mean, that's going to yes, be such an instant. I yes. Right. I mean, I guess change. talking to dead people, you don't know, isn't that interesting? <laughs> I mean, it, it's like, you know, I get it, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. There's so many mediums too. Like I want to like go further and like 
dig deeper. How can it help you now? Yeah, apply it to apply it to this world. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll give you the validations of who's here and then I say to them and then we're going to use them to give me messages for to help you and get you on your path rather than just sit there for 45 minutes just telling you things that you know. It's cool. It's a cool magic, right? Like it's like a magic show. That's cool. But like, but it doesn't change. How do I change? How does this affect help me? And it does help when people know that there's another side. It does help with anxiety. It does help with no. Yeah, it's comforting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. And I love that aspect. But I really want to like help change people. Yeah, for the better for themselves. Well, I think we intellectualize everything and we get so in our heads and we just can't mm-hmm. like we, we we think about or at least I find myself like I think about myself too much and I'm analyzing myself. This is not peace. This is not inner peace. It's exa- I don't want oh, this. my God. It's terrible. Yeah. And that's like, why I say to you when I was picking up with you with your with the with when it comes to like having sex with people that you can that you then feel their emotions and you feel that's yeah. what I'm saying for you. I really think a lot of times with you. I remember when we had a session and when we were talking. I feel that you do, you process things, but I do feel that you have your, your defense mechanisms are so strong that sometimes they bounce right off of you like rubber. Sometimes I feel you don't even allow it to absorb because you're protecting yourself. What allow it being what? what? Anything like, any Um, like it's almost like you'll take the information and store it for later and decide if you're going to process it or let it have stock in your folders. Yeah. How do you process something? (laughs) Say that. How do you process something? Because I, you're right. I, I definitely do it's, that. Yes, it's about you have to have faith that you're strong enough to absorb the information. And if it's if it hurts you or makes you feel uncomfortable, that you're also a grown you're a grown adult now, and you can you're not the same kid that you were. You're more in control of what affects you. You have to have faith in for you. It's about having faith in yourself that like all that you've built or all that you've done or all that you've become in this world isn't going to crumble because you allow yourself to be more vulnerable or because you allow yourself to, in the moment, just take it. Because sometimes I think you might put it in the file, but then you never get to it. And then Mm -hmm. you never absorb it because then there's that procrastinator side of you that comes out. And then you're like, well, I'm not going to deal with that now because I feel so good. And then you never deal with it. And then it comes up somewhere else later in the wrong moment. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Oh, yeah. It makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I'm really so trying to I, face myself this year. Well, good. So then take this insight that I'm giving you and really try to absorb the things in the moment. But right, you know, girl? Tom's is like, so then good, then do this. <laughs> it's true. That's what I tell people. If you, I don't mean to be like, if you listen, if you do, but if you listen to what I'm saying, I yeah, promise you'll see some differences and you'll see changes. Yeah, yeah. It's like a doctor. I call myself like a soul surgeon. Yeah, where yeah. I'm going to get in there and I'm going to maybe... Re- release a little pressure from the nerve yeah. so that you can have some blood flow. Yeah. You know, so just that. And I say to people, take it with you. So just take what I'm saying with you and in your time process it and decide if you're going to use that insight. You know, I tell people you don't have to do it right now, right? but yeah. you know, take it. But I'm telling you, if you do learn to, if you let yourself just absorb it in the moment, you're going to be pleasantly surprised with how strong you are and how yeah. you can change. Yeah. I guess yeah. the, the idea of absorbing something in the moment when you haven't been doing it, you're like, I don't even mm-hmm. know what that feels like. But you know, right, because you're out. so used to having the electric fence up from when you were younger. Yeah. Younger. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's you just have to I say it's like trial and error. You just have to have faith and just it's like when you first did can't stand up. You didn't know if you were gonna be able to do it or not, but you did it anyway. Yeah. And then it wound up being great. So just no, have faith in yourself that yeah, you're yeah. not gonna crumble. If you, you know, if you take what this person's saying and really feel it in the moment. 
Mm. Because when I feel you connecting and truly listening and absorbing it, I feel a whole nother you. And it feels so much deeper because you're so depth. There's so much depth there. Yeah, yeah. Fucking let people feel that depth because I feel so much more connected to you when I am feeling that when you're really engaging and like listening yeah. and absorbing yeah. it. Oh, mm. It's actually beautiful, to be honest with you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I feel like a weird feeling in my stomach now. Oh, yes, girl. I'm telling you. Yes, <laughs> please. So let me, you know, let me give that to you because I, I, every time I connect to you, I feel that 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 sensitivity inside you. Like it's really beautiful and comforting. And it's it's gorgeous, you know, Thank honestly, you. really. And I wonder, like with everything I've I've learned about like the spirit world and stuff and and that I've gained, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to come into this world with uh, as a sensitive soul, like to kind of yes. choose this more sensitive type of person and then being born into my particular circumstances where like a, a mother who had right. no regard for my sensitivity. That's like that's a that's a challenge to get me to 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 really come out the other side being way more human than if I had everything go well. So right. Exactly. Nice. Right. And that's part of your karmic journey is that yeah. you're supposed to be experiencing that. And I kind yeah, of yeah. feel like when you say that, like about your mom, I feel like the reason she was like that is because there was some stuff going on with your dad with her that mm-hmm. she she wasn't dealing, she wasn't a full human yet for that experience. So she yeah. couldn't be the mother that you may have perceived she should have been. Right, with you right. Because she was going through her own experience with your father. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. experience affected how she treated you. Because she just oh. wasn't, but you perceived it differently because you didn't realize that's what she was really going through. You were a kid. How would you know? Right, that? right, right. Man, it's so easy to have a kid and then fuck the kid up. Oof, well, yeah, boy. no kid, no human gets out unscathed. Right. Earth seems like a, like a, whew, it's a training ground. Uh, yeah, it's a say the least. More like a Afghani boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> With the monkey bars. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh That's what Earth feels like all, a lot of times. That anxiety of yeah. like, that heaviness, that pressure. Right. I know. And then, well, it's interesting because like, especially with all this, I mean, I felt this way before kind of the past five years when we've been really getting into what what I'll, you know, nicely call the woo woo. Um, Mm -hmm. But like Mm -hmm. we, I just can't, I, it's very hard for me, like wrap my mind around like having a child. Cause like everyone's so fucked up and I'm like, I don't want to just bring another fucked up person into the world. Like, especially when there's so much healing to be done, you know, for the, our people who are already existing. 100% we're already over. And and that's another theme I noticed with a lot of uh, females that come to me. They're right. not, it's not like the older generation that was like ready to have five kids. Right. A lot of right. a lot of girls are very like, I don't know if I necessarily want to. So when it comes to that, I like to dig in and I say, well, let me explore this and see if it's coming from actual fear of physically having a child, or if this is a real genuine feeling for you. Yeah. So a lot of times it is a genuine feeling where they just, and I connect to it. And I'm like, I believe you. I feel that that really is a thing. But then there'll be times I'll say, is it more of a fear of physical, actual physically having a child, like carrying it? Because that's a real scary thing. That's the only part I'm interested Sounds, in. <laughs> right. So for you, exactly. Like it did feel real when you said about bringing more people into this fucked up situation. Yeah. And for you, it is really just th- that you would enjoy the physical part. But there are a lot of people that they hide behind a certain true storyline, but right, it's really right. a, d- a deeper fear. So I always say, as long as you're not doing it out of fear. So let's figure out, let's get to the root of it to see if it's from the fear or if it really is because you believe, really truly believe this. And when you said that, I felt that you did truly believe that. I also think that you, you think very logically, 
for yeah. you, you're a lot, you're like, um, I, I don't know what sided brain they would call that like cerebral, like the side of the brain that uses logic a lot. You're creative. Yes. But you are a logical thinker. So that sometimes I think can also maybe interfere with some of your processes being too logical, maybe try, you know, it's like, try to like go more into the spirit, the feelings of it. It's almost like, that's, what's interesting about the both of you is that's where you're opposite. Oh, you yeah. know, you can teach each other those things. You can help <laughs> ground her more, Christina more, and you can help Karen Karim. You could get, give her more of the feelings, more of that emotional wave, get in touch with those, those, those nerves, the nerves in your body. Yeah. And that's why you probably were brought together to be that like dichotomy. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, so we're learn very, from yeah. each other. Very different, like in terms of like approach and how to handle stress and stuff. But it's been very helpful, very eye opening. And that's yes. why we make a good. That's why we make a good comedy duo. Right, exactly. And our brains go different out. places. I keep yeah. Christina alive. Yeah. Oh, so many times I've almost died. <laughs> I'm sure, I don't doubt it. Oh my to be god. With you. I know. <laughs> we can't go there. It's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty dangerous. But yeah, thank I almost god killed us <laughs> I almost drove Corinne and I off a cliff in Los Angeles and um, she very calmly goes, hey, the back wheel, the back tire is about to fall off the cliff. And I was like, oh, OK. Oh my and it God. was. <laughs> but she was nightmare. so calm about it that I was like maneuvering around it. And I'm yeah. like, wow, look at that. Teamwork. <laughs> and you're just like in pi- full Pisces mode. <laughs> <laughs> just a zany motherfucker. Yes, yeah. yes. It's so funny, too, because as before you even said that, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I was going to say to you, if, if there was anyone I wanted to drive the ambulance, it would be Korean. It would not oh, be. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Well, Never, yeah. You haven't seen me drive. You haven't seen me get in a car and go, is this one the gas? But, you know, <laughs> no. in theory, that's a, that's just a technical skill. Though. That's right. No exactly. Problem. Yeah. As far as like having faith in your ability to get me yes, to point I, A to point B. I do have faith in my ability. I, I'm like someone who I would always be like, I'll sit in the exit row on the plane, not even because I need more space, just because I'm like, I would like to be in charge if this goes down because yes. I trust myself that I will do a good job. Exactly. And I, I always, I like, I always like look up and down the people in the exit row and I go, this is this is gonna be a travesty. <laughs> You're assessing them with that <laughs> logical It's gonna be a travesty if this goes down. Yeah, Corinne always, Corinne always has the most absolutely accurate read on people and it's immediate. And sometimes she'll like say, I don't like, I do not like this person like very strongly. And then they turn out to be a piece of shit. And I'm like, yes. wow. That's, that's also amazing. a numbers game just most people have. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like a party um, trick but i'm tricking everyone because it's just like oh we're just, all pieces just statistically the odds are in my favor you're a dipshit right. you're a dipshit she's but a see, dipshit. look, there's your logical brain again getting in the way of your actual abilities <laughs> of my actual ability yeah see that's what i'm saying see she, christina was telling you how your she's instinct usually is so right and then your logical brain said well ratio wise it's actually right. just it's more and i love you took to, away, i love a statistic yeah you took away your beautiful gift that you do have as that libra woman who can see that stuff and feel those things and you made it too, so logical just like I said to you your logicalness right. is great but it gets in the way of flourishing and using and showing those gifts to the world so if you did ever wanted to I'm not here to tell you to do it or not but if you do ever want to in, embrace those gifts and help people with it and use it I would start with the logic stuff and dim that more save that for production you know oh, everyone's to be real unhappy okay she's not logical who's steering the ship i know i go oh boy this is about to get completely out of control (laughs) over here and even like when you said when you do the cards you're like i would never i do it just for myself and there's a piece of you that doesn't want to take that jump but like i said only if you know i did it i yeah i I did it for someone you're right and i was like i don't I, i just i just i was like I, I morally, I was like, uh, I don't want to 
do something so kind of like that feels so heavy if right. I'm not a hundred percent certain, but kind of like, as I was doing it, I was like, no, I'm right. Like, yeah, exactly, like I felt, right. I feel right about this. Yeah, exactly. And then you can help that person and you can learn your, I call it, you like your reading aesthetic. So like my mm-hmm. reading aesthetic is sensitivity. So I'm going to be sensitive about, I'm not going to, I'm going to feel the person might be triggered by something and really not talk about it. Cause why right. am I trying to, I'm not trying to ruin someone's Monday, you know, <laughs> like, you know what I'm <laughs> that's saying? That's a good like, motto to have, Thomas. <laughs> yeah. So that's my aesthetic, but I've had people that are clairvoyants that will tell you straight up, like, Oh, your boyfriend's cheating on you. So I had a one where I knew the girl's um, husband wasn't the one. Like, oh, and it was, ah, yes. Shit. So I, that's so heavy. I wanted her to see it herself. I didn't right, say Right, because to her, it's stronger if she sees it. And maybe exactly, it's her lesson. Yes, yes, her yes. lesson is to see what's in front of her. Exactly, yes. So for me, I want to guide you. I'll, I'll know the thing. So I'm going to guide you to see it yourself. I yeah. might ask you questions or say things to you. To Were you successful like in, yes. in cases like this? Was, oh, near the end, she finally saw it, but she didn't say it. And later she reached out to me. And said, oh, wow. I processed what you were talking about. And I saw what you, I realized what you were doing. You didn't want to just say to me, she's like, but I do know the end of the day, it was like, I wanted her to know that she deserved more than what she was receiving. And that right. she just didn't believe in herself really. And she was allowing that to be the thing that relationship was like her only. And, and eventually she was able to see it and she wanted different than what he wanted. But she was changing everything she wanted for him to keep him. So through the conversation and finally getting her to see it, again, I would never push to make you like jarred. So later she reached out and said, I totally understood what you were doing. And now I see what you're saying and I'm going to make those changes. I kind of would love to like almost, I don't even remember, you know, how to get in touch with them, but I wonder how, you know, she ever. Right. And it's a stronger, her coming to that realization by way of just being guided by you, gently nudged. That's such a stronger, like that, that's has duration. Like that means like, you know, the, the possibility of you actually moving on, getting a divorce, finding love treating yourself better is is much higher than if you were to say because if you were to say your husband's cheating on you mm-hmm. the defenses come up if they don't want to hear it they're not going to hear it doesn't matter if it's true or not exactly. people believe what they want to believe oj convinced himself he didn't kill so it's like when, yeah exactly we're, it's true. humans are so good at convincing themselves of the truth that they want to hear all the uh, time that, that's how you survive that's such like, a pain in the ass like do you're like oh my husband's cheating on me like do i have to yeah, exactly like yes. oh my god what a yes. burden what a what an addition to your to-do list <laughs> yeah <laughs> Exactly right now. It's like, yeah, I got to get salad. I have to get like a lawyer. And now I got to go find out who this bitch is that my husband's cheating on me with. (laughs) Now I got to go cut a bitch. And I got to get brownie mix and I got to cut a bitch. (laughs) It's a fun Sunday. That's why I can't be relationships because I love so hardcore that like I used to say I'm a show. I'm I'm the kind of girl that shows up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to show up at the date at the Olive Garden. Yeah. You know? I'm going to, and who's this bitch? I'm not going to wait till you get home to talk about it. Dude, oh, I've, right. I've waited five <laughs> hours outside a movie theater for someone to walk out with someone else. So I feel yes, like, honey, yes. <laughs> like this the yes. whole time. Cause I was like, you gotta be in the pose. They can't, they can't catch exactly. you being up, man. Yes, yes, exactly. I'm you. <laughs> they catch you smiling <laughs> at a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's man. amazing. Um, yeah. Anything else that you found that you've uh, discovered that you're like, huh, okay, we're doing this wrong or, or just truths about yeah, the like human just heart? With- life in general. And just, um, I think that the, I always tell people the more genuine you could be to your truth. Like that's why truth is, that's why my dog's name is truth. Like that to me is such an important thing. I always say the truth will set you free. If you're, if you ever need an answer 
whether something's right or wrong or however you're feeling about something. Cause like, like I've, I've still questioned to myself, am I leaving comedy because uh, it, it, my spirit doesn't match with the business? Am I leaving comedy because this, and I have to always be honest with myself, the more honest you can be with yourself because you lie to yourself, the more <sighs> Boy, honest you we. can be. Yeah. You will get the answer. You might not like the answer, but if you're honest with yourself, you will get the answer that you're meant to have. And then it's about having faith to take that leap. So that's why life is scary because we're living in a life where we're just plagiarizing basically our, our truths. We're just saying what we think we want. Like that's why I used to explain to people. So I had a dream to be a famous comedian, right? And, and when I was in that dream and getting close to that, the more I was in the dream, I would look around and say, this isn't the dream that I dreamed. Now I could have kept lying to myself and saying, oh no, it's going to be this. It's going to be, it's going to get changed and be that. But I'm like, no, this is, this is it. This is the reality of what, because when you're dreaming, it's just a thought. It's a, it's like, what is that? It's a, a fantasy. What does that look yeah. like? Then when you're in it, there's all these real life things happening. So I had to say to myself, this isn't the dream I dreamed. And it's okay to say, let's go towards a different dream or let's go where I'm at now. What am I thinking about now? What is important to me now? For like two years of the last two years of my comedy, I wasn't even, I didn't want this audience to applaud. The host used to say, how do you want me to bring you up? And I would say to silence. I said, tell the audience not clap. Let them, they can clap at the end after I did something. Cause I used to say, well, I'm not like just some dancing monkey. Let me perform for you. Let me show you why you're applauding. Earn it. I hated it. It felt so fake. But then I realized, why am I trying to change the whole like structure of the beast? They want to applaud. They're here to applaud. Let them do it. Just because I'm feeling like it's disingenuous and I haven't done anything for you yet. That's my own shit. So maybe this isn't the thing you want to do anymore. Right. That's know? a guidance that that could be a potential clue. Right. Maybe they're exactly. just applauding that you were, you know, you were having here, vulnerable, you got vulnerability to get up there, yeah. Thomas. <laughs> right. But that yeah, it felt like to me, because if they had known me, they would know that at that point, 12, you know, 11 years in the game i'm this is this is just fun and easy at this, this point, is another day know? yeah right. so now you're just clapping because the host said clap i'm not famous so yeah there are comedy fans that had known me you know i have you know you have people that know you but you're not like a household name right sure. so you're just clapping because and then right. what if I, you know so i was like let me i feel it'll be more beautiful for all of us if at the end you applaud because i fucking killed and you loved it and you know what? They did. At the end, they would be like, it felt so much more real and honest. So that was just my truth. I yeah. had to accept because I, for a year I would get on stage and I would hate it. They would be plotting and then I would shake it off and I'd be like, all right, here I am, you guys. And thank you for, you know, thanks for being here. You know? like, <laughs> so I was like, let me just get up and do my thing. And then at the end, we'll rejoice. You know, we'll enjoy right. it. Right, right, so right. That's what I learned the most is be honest with, because through that, the main point is I realized I just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. The whole culture of it. I yeah. love stand up and I love making people laugh. Even in my sessions when yeah. I do readings, we're yeah, laughing. Yeah, you're very funny in your sessions. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're laughing. We're, you know, having a good time. Sometimes it's an, obviously there's times where people are crying and it's sad and stuff, but like for the most but part. But it's healing. You know, yeah. Like I'll always be funny. Yeah. 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 You and it's like, I'm just being honest. Let me try this path. Let me see it. You know, because right. when I was growing up, I used to say, I'm going to be a voice for people that need guidance or leadership and i thought that through comedy once i was known then people would know to, they would know who i was and then i could use my voice right but what i realized is that comedy taught me that i wanted to live in spirit and not in my ego so i didn't mm -hmm. want it to be about me i wanted it to be about you about the people yeah yeah
that taught me that. Yeah. So I learned from that. So it was meant to be because I needed that lesson because before that I was living in the me, me, me thing because I was trying to resist who I originally was as the 13 year old with the quarter named Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. (laughs) In my mind, I'm like, listen, fag, put the quarter away, you know? Oh yeah. Right, right, right. (laughs) Don't be that kid anymore. You're just like narcissistic homecoming King fucking meme. And that's not who I genuinely am. Yeah. Yeah. I love myself, but I love humans too. And I want to help people. And that's who I want to adopt the kid from Sally Struthers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's who I am. (laughs) That's amazing. It's beautiful. Um, So if we want to book a reading, like where, where do we find you online? And is there anything you specialize in or you're really helpful with or topics that you love getting into with people? Yeah. And if you ever want to book a reading, you can either put your uh, Instagram on private if you need to, and just DM me through Instagram, Thomas Dale five, or Thomas you can go right to my website. I'm sure you'll put that in the comments thing. Mm-hmm. It's qandthomas.com, K-E-W-E-N, thomas.com. And through there, you'll see reviews, you'll see comments, and then you could just book appointment. And I just ask and your first Zoom. name and your phone number, and then right. you get a message and we go from there. It's actually really mm-hmm. simple and very easy. I booked yeah. two or three months out. So if you want to book, just reach out. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. I like loved this- my reading with you. It was great. And you're very funny in the readings. <laughs> yeah. And I love just connecting and I love watching people's personal growth. I have people who come to me like every other month and I watch nice. them grow. I usually suggest six months, but some people want it like therapy. So I say, all right, as long as you know that that's what we're doing and it's more of that, you know, because I tell people after a while, you get all the information you can get, right? If it's just that kind of reading, like with medium stuff. So I'm not a gypsy. I'm not here to just take your money, you know, like I'm right. like, that's not what I'm looking to do. So people who want to do it like every other month or every three months, that's more of like just energy stuff, like where I'm yeah. telling them or like clairvoyance, if they have a question specifically about like a job thing or something like that, because I can feel it and get messages. So yeah. So just reach out. That's amazing. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for, your for time. doing this. Thank you guys. Thank you girls for having me. And you know, you're both, I just love both of your energies and I'm so, so cool. It was Thanks, so good. Tom. Good to see you. We miss you in New York, but I'm yeah. glad you're doing well out there. It's Hit just us such up. A... Are you coming back anytime soon? Well, I do want to move closer to my family. So like I said before, I'm trying to make my new energy match my environment. Maybe Lilydale, New York. I think it's Lilydale is the name of the town. Well, when you said that, I kind of did spark up a little. I'm thinking um, Asheville, North mm-hmm. Carolina. Ooh, yeah. North Carolina is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I still need like a Southern vibe. That's why I like LA, but I do want to be closer to my family. And, and it's and a I quick do... flight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I feel like like a mountain town will be like, there's a lot of like very oh. holistic healers and stuff in Asheville. But again, mm-hmm. too, it's just such a hard, it really is such a crazy place that I'm in where I'm, this whole career, this was my career comedy. And like, these were my, these are my peers. You all are like my family. Like we're all like, we're like a dysfunctional family. So to like leave that, it is a lot stressful for me. It's a big, it's a big jump. So I'm trying to learn to say, you know what, even if it's just a couple of years and you're just having to readjust and like explore this energy thing and see where it goes, then it's that. I don't have to say, I used to be so like, I'm leaving comedy and that's it. Hard and line I'm in the sand. Yeah. How about I'm just going to explore this energy, take yeah. a little break. I mean, Rodney Dangerfield came back, he left comedy at 50, came back at 62 and then became like on every fucking comedy wall paint, you know? In yeah, yeah. That's, that's a true. good point. That's yeah. a very good point. So I'm like, I'm funny. I'm always gonna be funny. So that's not, you can't leave, you can't quit funny. Yep, correct. So correct. now I'm just going It's a burden that we camp. all have, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so. know, and I love funny people. I love you, you know, I love hanging with it, you know, and I miss everyone in New York too. And I don't know, I can't be so sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I say that every day, Thomas, but you know, I can't escape it. 
Oh, man. Well, thank you so much. This has been Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut-shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen. Suck my wet-ass pussy. (laughs) Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares? Now I'm faking a smile, biting my lips to own ya. You know I've been here before, searching for hope, waiting around to find someone like you in the distance, someone who listens, someone who won't make me miss this. And I, back and forth with a commitment, show some forgiveness. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.